0: appreciate you having me on man oh thank you for doing it bam we're live man uh amity is that like the horror movie cross it
1: Am- <laughs> a, a- meet, actually not like amityville horror a a meet, a- a- meet yeah. like an
0: indian guy went to elementary school hey amity let's go That's play it. some kickball
1: I, I think it is part of the indian tribe i'm, I'm not sure i know uh some of the Ooh. local communities around us are, are, are from that uh from that area so
0: I didn't even mean that kind of Indian. I meant, um, dot, not feather. A meat, a meat, a meat.
1: Yeah. Ameet. Ameet, yeah. That Ameet. 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 Um, where, what city are you in or what state are so, you in? So Louisiana, South Louisiana, we're about, uh, an hour North of New Orleans and about an hour, uh, North, uh, East of Baton Rouge.
0: Man, those are good people down there. We are. We are. Yeah. It, it, it's a, uh. It's a trip being raised in California and thinking about all this, just the way that, you know, you could, you stay in California your whole life. And then you're told that the South is a certain way and that California is different and that the North is different. And then you go down there and it's nothing like it's explained to you as a kid in California. It's nothing. It's It's so crazy. You never even seen people act like this towards each other until you go down there and you're like, wow.
1: It's a whole new world down here, just like it's a whole new world wherever else you go in the, in the, in the country. But, you know, the dynamic between California and Louisiana and especially the South is, uh, you know, on opposite ends of each spectrum. So uh, we're completely different down here. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I'll give you an example. I went to a um, so so and I didn't leave home. I didn't like I was well traveled, but like I didn't like really leave leave until maybe like my 20s. And I remember I, I had a, a movie that I made, and it was going to film festivals. And I was somewhere in um, Tennessee, and I went to a nightclub, and there were black and white people in the same nightclub. Yeah. But the South that's, was that's supposed everywhere. to be racist. But where yeah. I come from, from California and San Francisco, the black and white clubs were
1: separated, where it was supposed yeah, to I be. Imagine where we were supposed that. to be open and welcoming. I um, imagine that, dude. It's so, dude, it's I'm so like, integr- what the fuck is going on? It, it's, it's, it's it's people have such a false misconception of how we are down in the south. We're yeah. so integrated, uh, you know, we we it, it's it's unbelievable how integrated we are and uh, I mean, you know, black and white couples are so common here. It is we don't even notice it. Um, so, yeah, a lot of people if you if you've never been down here, especially if you never spent a whole lot of time here, it's uh you you you'll be shocked at what you thought was true is not true uh so but yeah we're 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 definitely we're definitely a well-cultured group down here
0: and um my my i i'm uh, i come from a family of pretty like hardcore liberals right yeah. hardcore you know okay. go hillary and my my sister married these fucking pieces of shit republicans from texas and <laughs> ah. we and we go down there and the men stand up every time someone enters the fucking room mm-hmm. yeah. and my Absolutely. mom's blown away. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Cause you yeah. won't see yeah. that shit in California.
1: You won't, you men ain't see standing it. up
0: for nobody.
1: No, no. And I was
0: like, no. and everyone's familial and everyone makes eye contact and everyone shakes your hand. And I'm like these mm-hmm. savage Republicans, they're not. They're savages. terrible.
1: They're terrible. They're terrible they? I was like, yeah. what the hell is
0: going on? No, we're
1: horrible. We're horrible. It's
0: so different in California.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. I I spent some time there. I was stationed there. Well, not really stationed there, but I went there. I was in the Marine Corps for for a while, so I I spent some time out there. And it and it was, and I wasn't aware, uh, politically aware, um, back then as much as I am now. um, You know, because I joined the Marine Corps at a young young age, as you know, as a teenager, and um, so I was very unaware. um, But it's still there. It stuck out like a sore thumb. um, And even more so, just because of how
0: polite you were and familial you were.
1: That, As opposed to everyone that, in
0: California is kind of like
1: more. Yeah, that. yeah. and um, you know, just um, when you speak to someone, they, you know, I remember getting looked at like I was crazy. Hey, how you doing? And open a door for someone. I had a lady get offended that I opened the door for. She kind of looked at me like I was crazy, and she said, "I can handle the door myself." I said, "I'm sorry, yes, ma'am." And, you know, <laughs> rest, but, yeah, yeah it, it was ridiculous. Uh,
0: well, so. I'm I, I'm thankful, even though I was raised like that, my mom did um my mom did make sure maybe that was the Armenian in me. But uh, once I started off as a young man, when women enter the room, you stand up and then I just integrated it to anytime enters the room, show everyone uh, equal respect, stand up, shake sure. people's hands, make
1: eye contact. Hold yeah, especially, doors the first time, especially the first time I them him for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, uh, or or just like really even my good friends, right? Yeah. Like even my good friends stand up, give it, give uh that was one of the coolest things about working at CrossFit. Greg would all, if someone walked in the room, he would, he would stand up and hug them.
1: Yeah. So a lot of people think Greg was like a, an asshole. Cause the only thing they see is what, you know, the, what he has on YouTube and his interviews. And he, I mean, he is, he is arrogant, but rightfully so. I mean, I, I love that about him, but he's not the asshole in person that, that everyone, you know, portrayed him to be. Um, no. He was phenomenal. Um, I love him and I miss him to be honest. So that's Very all, yeah. loving I'll, man. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, ph- physically loving to, to, uh, to, to everyone. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Hey, um it's funny you say that this is not how I thought the podcast was gonna start, but I, I was listening to the to the a little bit to the new CEO being interviewed by Stefan Roche. It's a 20 minute Ooh. video. I made it i got probably got like 15, 17 minutes through it. Sure. And the stuff he was saying, I I don't think it's what the community needs. It's it's I like, haven't seen
1: that interview. Okay. I haven't
0: seen it. I haven't seen it yet. He's He comes across v- uh, very polite, very kind, very interested in learning, very interested in being open. But it, it's how I feel about – it's it's how I feel about um, politicians. Um, it's it's like a, when uh, Elizabeth Warren said the majority – she was uh, – that's – do you know who that is, some politician? Yeah, absolutely. Lady absolutely, absolutely,
1: absolutely. Okay, yeah.
0: so she was saying that the majority of the country wants um, – wanted Roe versus Way to stay in place – and therefore, it should stay in place. And I thought, wow, she doesn't understand how the country works.
1: She doesn't. She it doesn't, has nothing she to
0: doesn't. do with what the majority of the people want. Like the majority of the people in the country could want to kill Jed Rogers because he wears yellow shirts. But our constitution yeah. protects us from doing
1: – even if it was
0: yeah. 99% of us wanted to kill you, the constitution is to protect us from being Textiles. animals.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so you're, you're also – And about, I'm like – and I
0: want a CEO like that. I want a CEO's like okay. – I don't – I don't give a fuck what the affiliates think if they want to sell candy bars. I'm here yeah, to protect the methodology until I die.
1: That's and you also that, that's also coming from a lady who claimed she was Indian and she wasn't Indian. So, right, um, right. yeah. So, but but you oh, know that's it's no big deal. Don't worry, Jed. Yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, of lies, yeah, okay? Yeah, don't, don't worry. Yeah, that's that's from the Democrats. That's just what <laughs> you get. But uh, so the, the disappointing if if that's the route that he's taking because as a uh, as a Marine Corps as a, as a Marine officer as a uh, from from my understanding he was a uh, platoon commander um you know it's um it's pretty disappointing that he's taken um taking that road uh you know of responsibility if if that's his agenda but you know because and that's one of the reasons why i got out the marine corps actually is because it was becoming uh too political too soft you know for lack of a better word too soft the uh intensity for which uh we enforced discipline um and um vigilance uh was starting to fade away uh because towards the end of my career in the marine corps the, the war was starting to fade out. Um, in the beginning and in the middle of my career, um, you know, the war was at its all-time high. So we didn't have time to focus on uh, social constructs that are outside of, of the military now. And it seems like that's what's happening. We're in peacetime now, so they have a lot more fucking shit to do uh, than focus on combat um, or discipline. So we've got to make sure that we're accepted by society. So it seems like the military has became this huge social project that we have to integrate uh, into. And, um, and you're seeing that from his leaders when they eventually get out and how they run things and even in the military and then how they run things politically or, you know, in a, in a, in a business setting, like the the new CEO. And like I said, I haven't seen his interview. So if that's the, if that's the, 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 the route he's taken, then that's pretty disappointing.
0: And, and, and I don't mean to, to just come in and bag him. Maybe, maybe um, it, it's just a short interview. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to say that he should come in and, and be like, well, I don't know. Maybe he should have come in and been like, hey, I read the first 30 articles Greg wrote in the journal. I'm getting the fucking shit back on track.
1: I, I wish Some of so you so aren't so going to like it, so get the fuck out. Like, I mean, I, maybe I, maybe that would have worked. The 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 road that Greg has been taking since 2001, um, you know, I, I've been in the game for a long time. And um, I, the tenacity in which he steered this ship of of fitness and how he took on um everything that was wrong about what we thought we knew about fitness uh he was the spearhead of it and we don't see that we need a spear we need we need a tip of the spear we don't have a tip of the spear now we don't have a face uh the way greg was and uh it's pretty disappointing um you know because i for one miss him and a lot of new affiliate owners a lot of new coaches you know it's unfortunate they really don't know who he is unless they learn about him at the level one but even then, um, of course I haven't t- had a level one. I, I didn't even research. Um, I got a research at my level two. So I haven't been to a level one in 12 years. And, um, so I don't even know if they even mention his name anymore. Um,
0: uh, I think they do. Okay. I, 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 I do, I do think they do. I think that, um, y- you know, even, even when I would interview, uh, age during the games, I interviewed Adrian a bunch of times, half dozen times, and and the, the old guard is uh the true old guard doesn't have any issues mentioning his name. It's not a political okay. hot potato. Yeah, okay. they're yeah. And, and I think that they still um I think that the Hobarts and the Maliolos and the Nicole Carrolls. Yeah, thank and, God uh, they're still there. Yeah, and even <clears throat> you know, even uh I don't know this for a fact, but it sounds like even the guy who's running the affiliate department, the Gary Gaines cat, it sounds like yep, even yep. he's coming around like he's starting to get it. It's hard yeah, to yeah. get. I I it's a steep learning curve.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. Um, he, uh, he, he, he had some big shoes. He left some big shoes to field. Um, he left some big shoes. He left, he left his handprint everywhere and um, you know, for a CEO to come in uh, you know, and and the credit to the new CEO we have now, that's a, he, that's a ballsy job to take. That's pretty, that's a, he, he has to be confident in his abilities. Um, so that says a lot about him as a leader is that he's confident enough to, Hey, I can handle this multi-billion dollar industry with, you know, I don't know, we have fifteen or somewhere around fifteen thousand affiliate now. Um in and, and the direction that we expect him to take. So that's pretty ballsy of him to do that. So hopefully he uh hopefully he's up to par. Um you don't become a, a grunt platoon commander, uh being a shit bag. So hopefully he carries some. So oh, he's got him. great he's
0: got good street cred with you.
1: I, I think I think so. I got I'm gonna get in the benefit of the doubt because of because of his uh because of his past in the Marine Corps. Um so, you know, hopefully he continues to uh float that. Cool.
0: Uh, Spiegel Snatch, $10, thank you, is Don Fowl, Eric Rose a 2.0. I guess only time will tell. I, I, I guess only time will tell. The, the only thing is is that people come into this company thinking that there's something – that they're selling widgets, right? So like, Hey, let's say me and you were selling candy bars and you're like, Hey dude, red wrappers sell better. I'd be like, great. And I go, Hey, this shape sells better. You're like, great. And we start putting together a product that we're trying to trick people into buying instead of Mm -hmm. adding value to it. And that's not how CrossFit works. We need someone just to protect the brand and the affiliates that are going to fail are going to fail. And the ones that are going to succeed are going to succeed. And that's that.
1: Yeah. And I I think, um, you know, and and, and like again, going back to Greg, he was adamant about that. He was at the point to where this is the hill that I die on. I will protect the methodology. I will protect my affiliates. Um, I will go broke before I throw up the white flag. Um, yep. And uh, and everyone knew that. Everyone, you know, the, the, the NSCA, the ISSC, all those. Uh, four oh, they, letters, knew. They, they knew. They knew. They um, knew. And, uh, you know, and they knew what they were jumping into um, when they, you know, got in the ring with him. And, uh, you know, his success rate for the lawsuits. And, and the reason that he's so successful too, because the, the, everything that he would put forth was correct. It was true, scientific, true, honest, yes. true. And, uh, but, I mean, how do you fight that? It was under, it was, it was, he didn't make, he doesn't make any money. Um, if I have 250 members in the gym, uh, the way NSCA or ISC makes money from Coke or, you know, any other, of these sponsors that, I mean, they're that's, that was his big, that was, I think that was his last, Um, his last big battle against, um, you know, the, the market was, uh, the soda industry. And I'm not sure if he's still, I'm not sure if he's still on that frontier or not, but, um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, he didn't have, he wasn't making, he was making money from, you know, the affiliates and and having 15,000 affiliates and whatever the company was worth, but. And the seminars. And the seminars. Yeah. He, but he wasn't making any money by telling me what I need to know and spreading it out in town and getting my affiliate. I mean, getting my members in here. Uh, I could have 500 members and it didn't, it, it didn't raise his, uh, value at all. So he, he was genuine in what he did and everybody knew it. Um, he was confident in what he did. And I, I hope, I hope we have a, a, a face that, that tries to match that. I don't know if it'll be able to, but I hope we have a face that does that.
0: He, he towards the end and, and, and I'm totally open to being, having him come on the show and tell me, Hey, you're fucking wrong. And I'm going to see him later today. Maybe I'll, I'll run this by him, but. Towards the end, the last, I'd say, 2017, 18, 19, he knew that there was nothing else he could do for the affiliates. So yeah. what he did is he put on his fucking hunting gear, and he went out mm-hmm. and started hunting for anyone who was a threat to the affiliates.
1: And, yeah, and he did that. Yeah, and, and he, he did that.
0: that. And, and not just to the affiliates, but to the industry as a whole. And not because, like, he didn't care if someone drank Coke. He, people th- have it all wrong. He just didn't yeah, want yeah, Coke yeah. involved in exercise science. He sure, didn't want. Sure, he didn't want them absolutely. Bastardizing the science. That was it. Yeah,
1: sure. I mean, it's all over the universities. You go to like LSU, uh, Louisiana State University here in Baton Rouge, is forty-five minutes up the road, um, and their sponsorship is part of is Powerade, and you know Powerade's owned by Coke. So you know, if in an exercise phys class, the minute they start, it, it, it's all if, if Coke has given them millions of dollars, yeah, you, you're, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna preach. Uh, a doctrine that tells or influences people to stay away from those sugary drinks. They make, it's, it, it, you can't tell me that they don't have their hand in the curriculum. Some, some way, shape or form. There's too much money involved for them not to have their hand into it.
0: Right. And look who yeah. started our uh, CrossFit Amity shirts available online for sale.
1: Uh, yes. Uh, yes. We, we post the links. We post the link every um every time we get new, new swag. So, uh, we just started a new Instagram page. Uh, uh I know only, on for, only four, only four posts. Yeah. So, so we had 4,000 people following us and we had like 200 and some, you know, several thousand posts. Um, we got compromised and for some reason, Instagram completely deleted, completely deleted our, um, completely deleted our page because we couldn't be verified. Um, we got compromised and I'm not sure how that happened but we're ready to restructure anyway. We're getting ready to move into a brand new facility. Uh, so we're excited about kind of, you know, kind of re-energizing re, you know re-energizing, um, the gym and making new posts. And um, so, um, yeah, it's an old website, yeah.
0: When did you when did you open the gym and, and why'd you open it? So You're 2013, 10 years, right?
1: Yeah, 2013, uh, April, April, this coming April will be 10 years. So we're pushing the 10 year mark. Um, Congrats yeah appreciate it yeah appreciate it um you know i started crossfit uh well, i found crossfit around 2006. uh i was in yuma arizona for uh wti uh while i was in the marine corps and we took a trip to What's san WTI, diego WTI, weapons weapons tactics and instruction okay. um and it was just a part of training um a standard train that we do a couple times a year um in the marine corps and um we took a trip to uh san diego um before we headed back to north mm-hmm. carolina and um we were on the beach and I, for, 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 for lovely, I can't remember the, the, this, this gym's name. i seen some guys running with sandbags and, um, they were moving they were running into this warehouse and, uh, I saw him doing some Burpee box shops. I think it was Burpee box shop overs. And, um, I, I noticed they had long hair. So I was like, okay, they're not in the Marine Corps. So who are these cats that are doing this crazy stuff? What is it? I, at this point, I've never heard of CrossFit in my life. And I walked in and I said, Hey, you know, what is this stuff? And, uh, one of the coaches introduced me and I signed, I said, Hey, can you mind if I get a, you know, get a session in, I signed a waiver and dude literally within like four minutes, I was puking on the ground. I was puking on my shoulder cause I was laying on my back. I couldn't roll over. I did not know what the hell hit me. And I was like, Holy shit. What is this crap? How old were and you? I was, uh, 19 at the time, I think 19. Um, yeah, 19 or 20. And, um, All I could think of on my way home, I was telling my buddies that whatever we do doesn't ever make us feel this way. We're doing something wrong, so we need to figure out how to start training like this. So um, I was unaware that they had a .dot com website. So um, I found that um, not too long after, and I tried to do some of the stuff. We didn't have a gym on base that allowed head bumper plates or anything like that because you know CrossFit was still in its infancy, especially on the on the East Coast, and even. Less so in the um, in the uh, in the military at this point. Um, so I did some of the stuff like more grunt work things, like sprinting and you know air squats and sandbag runs and stuff like that. But I really, really got into it on my final deployment um, in 2010. Um, I really started to push it, and then I got my certification, my L one, right after that, um, and uh, and decided uh, to eventually open up a gym um, and open it up in my hometown because I saw a need for it. And uh, here we are, ten years later.
0: In 2010, where were you deployed? Uh, Afghanistan. Yeah. And uh, what 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 equipment did you have access to there?
1: So thankfully, we had a kick-ass sergeant major who loved to work out. Um, uh, for the first three or four months uh, of our deployment, we didn't have much. We had a couple dumbbells and we had some um, some tires, uh, but we didn't have any barbells at the time. Um, and um i had a uh i had a i un- had an uncharacteristic deployment most marines deploy for 8 or 9 months my deployment was 13 months um so i was i was able to work out towards the end when we finally got bumper plates and barbells um not sure where the equipment came from um but uh we were able to start doing uh we followed dot com uh, the workout of the day uh from the dot com website which is that's what i that's the template that i followed for the longest time um i still remember three, three went, on one off yeah, three on one off. I still remember Josh Bridges doing Fran to a medicine ball. Um, you know, I remember when and I remember when um Spieler got a hundred double unders unbroken and every, the whole CrossFit community went crazy because uh, he got a yeah. double So that was that was pretty that was that's that funny. Um so that's when I started really getting into it and um got home, got out of the Marine Corps off active duty, and I stuck with it and um you know I saw a need in the community. Uh in my hometown, especially, especially in the South. And, um, so I decided to step in that, uh, step in that pit and see if we can light a fire. So.
0: Why did you take your, um, L one? Did the military provide it?
1: No, they, I I was unaware that they offered that. I remember Greg doing some things, uh, in Camp Pendleton, I believe he did some L ones in Camp Camp Pendleton. Um, I tried to actually get over there and my, my, my Sergeant Major was actually open to it when I asked him about it, but, um, that didn't pan out. And, um, so when I got out, I decided to, to get it on my own dime. And, um, you know, I think, um, I can't remember. I know Chuck Carwell was the flow master. And, uh, I can't remember who the other two coaches were, but I know Chuck was so.
0: It's, it's, it's a lot of money for a kid out of the military to spend.
1: It was. And I had say, oh, uh, you know, I deployed a lot. I was, I was operational for a long time and I deployed, deployed, deployed. So I had some money saved up. So at the time that grand, uh, it was a grand then, uh, still, I think still is maybe it's 1250 now, but it was a grand then. So it was a lot. Uh, but I looked at it as a long-term investment. Um, you know, and, um, and I was so happy that I did it, um, especially back then. Cause we only had like 10 people, um, in, in our class, maybe 10 or 15 people. So the coaching that, that we, we received from the, 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 the flow and the four coaches was uh substantial, uh, the, the hands-on the one-on-one, um, it was the practical application towards it was, was, was great, um, And, uh, and I, you know, I hope it's still like that today. Um, but I see pictures of 30 and 40 people in the L one class. I'm like, man, that's rough. Um, that's hard to do.
0: You mean, uh, what do you mean by that? You mean to teach that many people simultaneously?
1: Yes. Yes. To make sure that each, each individual gets, you know, I really appreciated that, that, that small group, that, that one-on-one attention constant, that constant eyes on me all the time. I enjoyed that pressure. Um, because you had that kind of pressure in the Marine Corps, especially at my job and, and from my team that we had. Um, so when I didn't mind that kind of pressure um, and I really enjoy that. And when I did my level two, which is when I got my level two as a coach's prep course at the time, I even, it was even more so that way. And I, I that was phenomenal. That, I
0: it, that was a brutal course. That was, brutal. that was, it was. That, that was the, um that, yeah. I think that, yeah, that was the one where they gave you the beatdown, not not physical beatdown, but the, the psychological one. That's the one where they like fucking critique every fuck up of yours, right? They, they, did, that I one used to make people, that, a lot of people cry.
1: I didn't think, I honestly didn't think that I was good enough to be a gym owner. I didn't think that I was going <laughs> yes. to be a gym. I was like, fuck, Man, I, I can't do this. I heard crazy stories about that. I can't. I, it was, and, and I, the level two, I did research a level two in uh, Austin, Texas a couple of years ago. Um, and it was great. It was phenomenal. The new the new information that they kind of brought in was phenomenal. Uh, but it was nothing compared to the coach's prep course as far as the uh, critique. I mean, I, they, I think they changed. They want to make people, in a sense, kind of happy and, and, and feel uh, fulfilled when they leave. Um, I did not feel like that when I left the coach's prep course. I felt like I'm not even sure if I can be a gym owner. Right. I, I, I was so insecure when I left. But I was glad because it did. it sharpened It sharpened me big time. Sharpened my iron big time. So
0: just so people know, that's how the L1 team treats itself, each other, too. The feedback inside of that yeah. seminar crew is savage. Yeah, but yeah. they all but they all handle it because they all just want to be better. But even the best guys at the very top are getting critiqued by like it's just a it's a non-stop critique machine. And usually you you can see
1: that. You can see that by how they deliver the information on in the courses. You can see that. You can see even on com or, or on YouTube or on, on Instagram, when Hobar, excuse me, or Nicole Carroll or Carwell, or when they post something, the way they speak, the way they talk, the way they execute, you can tell that, that, that drive to be, even though you know you're not going to be perfect, you still say, I don't care. I'm going to, I'm going to be perfect. And if, right. if I'm not, yeah. So you can see that drive in all the level one seminar staff. Um, and it really is, if you, you can take it as far as you want to go. And if you want to be a CrossFit coach, the information that is at our hands for free, essentially, um, you can take it as far as you want. And I don't know of another certification process that can even match what we have.
0: When, when we started CrossFit, it sounds like I started the same time you did uh, 2005 or six. Um, the the It was very obvious when you went on .com that the program was for people whose life depended by life. I mean, survival, the difference between being alive or dead, Mm -hmm. the program was for anyone who felt that, um, being physically prepared could be the difference between life and death. So, yeah. Um, a firefighter needing to rescue a bit two babies out of a building quickly so that he doesn't he's strong enough to do it. Um, Marines who had to load up a truck full of fucking ammo quickly before the enemy came. Um, police officer who had to run uh, and resuscitate someone. It was yeah. all that's everyone who is doing it, and then there were the rest of us who we did the program not because our jobs, not because we had those kind of jobs, but because we wanted your guys's mojo, right. Yeah, yeah, the closest sure, yeah. thing we could get to doing like boot camp or buds or any of that was CrossFit, yeah. Yeah. and so yeah. we kind of hung out with you. And it, what it did is it assimilated. You know, I was raised to hate um, first responders as a Democrat. You are raised to hate first, even even though it's subliminal. You're you're raised to hate first responders and uh, sure. military. But then people like me started assimilating with those people, and like and, and, like when were, yeah. and you, falling you, in love
1: with them. Yeah, falling in love and, be, and mean, being
0: thankful and appreciative that there's people like absolutely. that who exist, and then eventually to now or or to just prior to Glassman, I'm selling the company. It had morphed to holy shit, these are the lifeboats.
1: Okay. Yeah, we're the, we're the we're the we're the swim coaches. Yeah, swim coaches. That's what he for, used to for say, just
0: survival in a world full of fucking Cheerios and um, Pop Tarts.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. And, and and I eat Pop Tarts every once in a while, but uh, uh, so, guilty, but. Yeah. So, you know, and that's that's been the that's been the motto from I been the kind of the, the 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 message from day one. I don't think it has really changed. Uh, I think now, um, I, fortunately, in my community, I'm able to reach a lot of senior citizens. I have uh, an, an abnormally amount of uh, men and women that are over 50 in, in my facility, uh, fortunately, as compared to the gyms that are around Baton Rouge, New Orleans. Um, the local gyms around. So I'm, I'm thankful for that. And that's a lot of that is due to uh, my mom. She's 61 now. um, And she's in, she's been doing it, you know, since I've opened Um, and she's in phenomenal shape and what her testimony and what people see that she's able to do that kind of influences ladies and men her age to, to kind of ease in there. Um, And I've had to Figure out a way to be more diverse in the way I coach and the way I program, because my demographic is smaller, uh, my, my community is smaller. So I can't target the mid-level twenty to twenty-eight year old fire breeders that you know just want to go hard every day. I have to, I have to be inclusive to everyone. I have to figure out how to make a program, how to coach a sixty-year-old sixty-year-old, and I also have to figure out how to uh how to be attractive to the eighteen-year-old athlete that could be going to college. Um, so that was a challenging time for me, but now, you know, we have, <clears throat> I have a good team in place. Um, and we have a good program set up. Um, and so, uh, now you see people who n- firefighters, police officers, military, police that were using CrossFit as a tactical application operationally. Um, you see people having that same mindset says, Hey, I, I want to attack it to sock us out of the nursing home. Um, and it says, that's where we're at now. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm so happy and thankful for it. So,
0: and they can still be hardcore. My mom's 78 or 79. She goes to CrossFit, uh, still, and, and they still do. You just flip a smaller tire. She still pushes the sled. She still yeah. has the rope and she drags the sled. They still, they still like let you build that, that mentality. And, and, uh, I'll tell you a lot of 78 year olds can't walk around in my backyard. Cause they'll trip into a gopher hole. They'll trip over a hose. Not my fucking mom. She'll be back there with the grandkids. Uh, Absolutely. And and it's all because of CrossFit. My mom will start crying occasionally. She's not like that. If I, if being so thankful that CrossFit got introduced into her life.
1: Absolutely. And and, you know, when, when people see what my mom can do and other 50 year olds in the gym and 60 year olds in the gym, they're like, Oh my God, they're so amazing. And to their credit, they are, they, 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 they put in the work. They, they had the dedication. They had the persistence. Um, so yeah, they're, they're, they're amazing, but they're not, but they're, not, they're, amazing,
0: they're, not but they're not special. They're amazing, but they're not special. Yep. Not special.
1: They're not doing anything that you can't do. Right. Um, it, you know, so, um, and we're working on that yeah. where people are starting to see, uh, you know, it, it took a while because even then we're still not, we're nowhere close to where we want to be. Uh, oh. like I said, we're moving to a new facility. I'm able to, uh, I'm able to branch out and kind of, uh, target, um, the older crowd and the the younger crowd. I'm able to kind of, Branch out a little bit more and kind of be a little bit more diverse to get more people in there. But we have a, what I consider, a pandemic of obesity, or in our community, um, you know, you can't go anywhere, and probably ninety-five percent of the people in a restaurant, at a grocery store, uh, a retail store, or not not even overweight, but morbidly obese, um, and people like myself and everybody in our gym. Um, we're definitely the oddballs uh we definitely look like the oddballs um and it's it's not just my town specific it's all over the south from uh from louisiana all the way to south georgia north georgia um you take a you take a paintbrush and just cross it the mason dixon line and everything below the mason this makes mason dixon line that's it's a pandemic and it's 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 terrible um so, uh, we, we, the, the job is nowhere close to being done. Not even, not even close. Do,
0: do you? By the way, incredible that you're still inspired after ten years. I mean, you sound so inspired.
1: Yeah. I love it. I really do, man.
0: Um, will you? I, I, I used to trip. Um, like I would be like, I would, I would be at some you know burger joint with Greg. And there'd be some dude filling up a Coke. And Greg would walk over to him and be like, yo, that shit will give you type 2 diet. And the dude will be 200 pounds overweight. <laughs> and the dude will be like, Greg will be like, hey, that'll give you type 2 diabetes. I'm like, oh, fuck. Here we go. Yeah. And, and the dude will be like, I already got it. And Greg's like, oh, cool. All right, cool. Well, hey, uh, there's a gym over here, CrossFit, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't even know Greg knew that that gym was there. And he'd be like, I want to give you uh, go in there and tell them Greg Glad- to bill me, Greg Glassman, I'm Greg at CrossFit, and go in there. And you got you to lose weight. And, and they'll start helping you get off the Coke and that. Um, do you do you do that shit so i do you just roll up to someone at walmart and just be like hey
1: (laughs) so so the people people i know um or even are acquainted acquainted with uh you know i i do something similar to that yeah um i had uh you know this this story came into my head when you said that had a lady about six months ago um inquiring about a membership um and she came in she did my three-day kind of like on ramp uh just to see how it was and uh, she's extremely obese and, um, you know, and I gave her some nutrition platforms to follow. Um, and all of that was free, uh, in hopes that she would, she would join. Um, and a couple of weeks later I saw her at a local restaurant, <coughs> a local restaurant that has the opportunity that has the, a menu to eat healthy, uh, right. chicken, veggies, fish and veggies, lean meats and veggies. Um, but they also have an unhealthy menu, fried stuff, you know, fried rice and all that stuff. And, um, she had a big plate of fried food on there. And I just walked up, I said, hey, you're not going to fix those issues that you came to me about by eating this shit. And I said oh, it just damn. like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you know, she, she never did join, uh, but uh-huh. she didn't join anywhere else either. So, um, you know, it's a choice. Um, and right. I feel like... And even you if know, you hurt
0: her feelings, maybe someday she'll be in the shower and she'll be like, fuck that one motherfucker, Jed Rogers. He actually cared about me.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's... So, I think... I mean, I'm I'm not a psychologist at all, but I'm, I don't I don't pretend to be. But I think part of the problem is because uh, we see it in kids. We're so scared to tell these kids, like, "Hey, it's not okay to be fat. It's not okay. It's not okay." You put a you put a you put a stress on yourself first, and then eventually, as statistics show, you're going to put a stress on your family members through doctor bills or having to take care of you in the future. Right. Um, And then you're going to put it. You're going to put a stress on your own self-esteem when you start uh, identifying yourself with what social group you want to you want to hang out with. Um, you're going to be insecure and you're going to blame it on everybody else. Oh, they don't like me because I'm fat. No, they don't. Like, I mean, that's we don't like we don't not like you. You put right. that insecurity on yourself. I see that right. every my entire right. family, my entire family. They right. may get if they watch this, they may get upset. But my entire family is unhealthy with the exception of a few people. Um, and I've tried for 10 years. The only individuals in my family that I've gotten in my gym are my mom and my cousin. I got a first cousin that comes in. He comes in uh, you know, on a couple of weeks. Um, my mom comes every day. Uh I tried to get one of my grandmothers in there, she's she's hit or miss, but no one else. And it is disappointing. Um, my brother's healthy, he's lean as can be, but you know, he doesn't work out, but, uh, you know, I'm trying to get everyone in my family, but they, they just won't. They, and I have a history. I have a terrible history of heart disease in my family, uh, of uh, of chronic disease in my family. And, um, you know, I, why do I you think you got help, your mom in there? Uh, mom's been very supportive of my brother and I for everything we do. Um, I don't care if I started a, uh, a, 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 whatever I started, I could, if you were dealing soap. weed door to door. She'd help you that, with the exception of that, with the exception oh, of that okay. but if I opened if I, if I open up a <laughs> snowball stand, she's a, she's a, she's a very moral woman, but if I opened up a snowball stand, she would be the backbone of my snowball stand, kind of the way she is in the gym. Um, so whatever my brother and I do, she, uh, she's very supportive. Um, and she was working out a little bit before, but, uh, nothing to the extent I have my stepdads, he, he is, he's very health conscious. Um, he works out at his house and he stays active outside, um, in the country. So, um, so they, they, she's always been healthy, conscious, um but we really stepped on the gas when we opened the gym. Um, and, uh, you know, she's been, you know, she's been there ever since. Um, so, yes, so we, we, my brother and I are blessed to have a mom like that who's very supportive of, of everything that we do. But, um, you know, so – but that's – that, the, the issue is – and it's still an issue. Uh, and I, it's the same story of every other gym. I got a buddy of mine who owns a gym in uh, about 40 minutes from me, Justin King. He's actually a master's athlete competing in the games uh, this year. Uh, Justin King, 40, 40 to 45-year-olds, uh, 40 to 44 and uh, he owns slinging out and Iron, crossfit out and walker. Does and he, does he, he this-
0: squat below parallel? Oh, shit.
1: Yeah. All right, yeah, we yeah. are. Checking. Just checking. Yeah. Yeah, he can for sure. He doesn't have any knee problems that I'm aware of. He used to have a bun knee, but uh, I'm not sure if that so exists. But anyway, so he has the same testimony. He It's hard to get his family members in there. Uh, you know, and we have the same, you know, everybody around here has family members, the majority of their family that are that is, have, suffer from. Chronic illnesses. Um, You can't find a family that doesn't have chronic illnesses around here. Meaning, self-inflicted
0: from bad lifestyle choices.
1: One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And I do a good job of of bringing in the attitude to my members that it it is your responsibility. Um, I tell people all the time, it's okay if you're fat now. If you're hearing this, it's okay that you're fat. What's not okay is that tomorrow when you wake up after you heard that, you think it's okay and you don't do anything about it now. Um, so it's okay. There's nothing wrong with you being fat now, but let's fix it. Let's go ahead and let's make a positive change. What's not okay is that you choose not to do anything about it after I told you. Um, and my members who come in that are overweight and obese, we have a sit down conversation and a very sensitive conversation. I'm very sensitive to how they feel because I mean, that's rough, you know, right, and when right. they realize that when they realize that they've they what the the hole that they've got themselves into i mean it's it it hurts i mean so so i'm sensitive to that but i'm also a point like, hey you can't miss you can't be coming here three days a week you got to be here four to six you can't be eating bullshit hey when can i have a cheat meal don't even ask that right now you, right. your your whole life was a cheat meal right, right. now we're not cheating right, right now we're not focused on that um and they're adopting that mindset they're asking me nutrition questions they're coming into my office say, hey what do i need to do can i get an in-body scan hey, can you give me some extra cardio? Hey, what about me coming at 5 a.m. and doing some cardio? How about – and then coming in the evening sessions and getting the group session in? I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's go. Um, hey, can you write me my macros? Or can you send me, uh, you know, in, in, anything? And it's – I love it. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. So. Do you think that – um,
0: uh, I, I don't know if this is because I'm a CrossFitter, but – I, do you think this is typical of our of our group our cult like so uh the toyota dealership's like two uh two miles from my house mm-hmm. and so when my cars when that maintenance light comes on, I drive my Toyota down there and I walk home <laughs> and, when I, and, and when I walk home, I stop by the coffee shop and I treat myself to a coffee with heavy cream and I listen yeah. to an audiobook. Okay. and i get and i get that two mile walk and i never see i don't see one other and it's sidewalks the whole way i don't see everyone else who drops their car off fucking gets driven by the by the guy they think i'm fucking crazy because it's six thirty a.m and, and i'm walking home but yeah. like i i just feel like like we would all do that as crossfitters we're not letting the guy drive us home in the in the van that says toyota santa cruz if toyota I was, on it
1: if it's always like, uh if I was, if I was in a location where, uh, it was in walking distance to get, to receive those services, I probably would. Um, but two miles but also, is nothing
0: for us, right? Two it's miles like, is nothing. It's like, thank God. It's, it's like, I'm, I'm excited that I get to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing. Um, you know, and I, I, that's down here, especially, you know, you, you run the, you run the, um, the, the unfortunate, um, terms of, the heat is oh, unbearable okay. here, okay. It's, it's, especially lately. It's been hot. So i tell, you know, we, we, we don't, we don't stay inside because of the, ter- because of the element. So I, I tell my members all the time, especially those who work, uh, in the hospitals, which is, a, I have several members who work in the hospitals to stay 60 degrees in there. Um, so when you come to the gym, it's 90 degrees, 85 or 90 degrees. Um, and you know, even though you may be uh work capacity, your, your work capacity may be you know, up to par, but your body's not used to the to the heat because you've been in the air conditioner for twelve hours. So I, I, I encourage my members to, uh, you know, expose themselves to the elements all the time, even if it's just outside walking around to get their body acclimated. Um, and I also I definitely tell that to my new members who are obese um, and overweight, as, or any new member, because um, because it's kind of a shock. And not only is the workout going to be tough. But the elements in which you're subjecting yourself to is tough um you're not used to the heat Uh, it's not 65 70 degrees in there Um, and and set
0: yourself up for a treat then walk a mile away to the gas station buy a sparkling water and and walk home yeah two miles and you got a treat
1: yeah yeah so uh so you know that's that's the mindset that i'm trying to implement and and it is working you know where it's working thank god um you know like i said i have a great team of coaches um, and, um, that I would not be here if it wasn't for all of them. Um, and, uh, so, so, and they're all, they, we all have that same mindset, surround yourself with like-minded individuals. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you, then you'll see your gym members starting to hold each other accountable. Like, Hey, why'd you miss yesterday? Got to come today. Um, so it's, 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 it's cool to see all this come to fruition, um, and kind of morph to where it's at now.
0: Corey Leonard, uh, Sevon, I bet Jed will agree. Part of the problem down here is everything is delicious and everyone eats until it's gone, not until they're 100%. full. It's how we are all 100%. raised down here.
1: 100%. 100%. 100%. Um, so if you want to treat yourself, you have an unlimited access and amount of places to treat yourself. And it is tough. Uh, you know, we're a big time food industry down here, our food is delicious. Um, I've been all over the world and there's no better place than, you know, I'm biased, obviously, but there's no better place than South Louisiana in terms of food. Um, uh, it, you know, and I love the. for me. I love fried food. So I don't want anyone thinking that I don't eat because I, I probably I'm, I'm going to do as I say, not as I do type guy, especially when it comes to nutrition. Um, I do try to be a lot more conscious about it. Um, but I love, love fried seafood. Love it. We all do. We love fried chicken. We love fi- fried seafood. We love the sugary sweet tea. Uh, you know, and that is a treat, you know, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. Um, but you gotta be aware of, of the, the, I guess the, the, the unfortunate events that come with it, you know, the, uh, you know, so it's, um, it's hard to do down here.
0: When you, when you joined the Marine Corps, how did your, um, how did your mom respond? Did she cry? Was she scared? Was she proud? She, was, she-, she,
1: she, so my family was very proud, uh, very upset at the same time especially the way that it happened. Um, it was pretty abrupt. And, um, I had a pretty, I had a, someone, I had some unfortunate events take place, um, in high school that I brought upon myself and I was on a road to nowhere, pretty doggone fast. Um, and I knew that I want to join the military. And I knew I'd want to join the Marine Corps. I just didn't know when, um, after September, Like fighting and drugs and stealing and no, shit like not that. Drug, No, oh. uh, not drugs, but a lot of, you know, fights and, um, you know I had get kicked out of school um and um was your for,
0: wh- why were you fighting so much was your dad not in your life
1: no no no. my dad my dad's been in my life he's big time in my life uh it's 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 just one of so I was raised I was always smaller um I was always smaller up until I became me you know, too me too. I was always smaller <clears throat> so I was it wasn't anything for me to get picked on but uh you know but so and I, I wasn't I never did give in to the bullying stuff Um, the minute someone picked on me, I would, I would throw the first punch and it would be often, um, you know, and so you you had a chip on your shoulder as a kid. I did. So, and, and it it happened all the time. I never got picked on by the same person twice. Um, so I got kicked out. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and you know, my mom supported that. Hey, my mom and my dad both supported that. They were like, Hey, if somebody's picking on you, you do what you gotta do. Just light them up. Yeah. So, so they were supportive of that. And mom, I unfortunately
0: um, support that too.
1: Yeah. So, and so do I, um, so I got kicked out. I was on the road to nowhere. I was working on a farm. I had a, I, I loved the job that I had. I was working on a horse farm and a cattle farm. So I was learning a lot, learning you know, a lot about work ethic and a lot, you know, how to, how to work with my hands, how to, you know, do country boy farm stuff. I did that since I was like, I think 10th grade or something like that. Uh, but I knew it, it was, there was a dead end to it. There was nowhere, there was no future in it. Um, and then one day uh, I had a bad day at work, um, you know, cause I was upset about getting kicked out of school. It was embarrassing. Um, and I left work, I drove to recruits, recruiting station. And I told, told him, I said, I'm not leaving your office until I have a contract.
0: You, wait, you and, got expelled.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did you hit a teacher? No. So, um, I went, uh, I went hunting that morning. So <laughs> part of a Southern story, country story. Uh, I, you know, m- the high school that I was from is a small country town and, uh, I went hunting that morning and, um, You know, that, like pop- that doesn't
0: even like people in California can't even imagine that. You woke up in the morning (laughs) and you went, what were you hunting? Like pheasant or?
1: Uh, No. So I was hunting turkeys at the time.
0: Okay. Um, Okay. Same thing does in
1: California birds.
0: I I I don't even even, know what a pheasant is. I just said that to act cool.
1: Yeah. I (laughs) wasn't, I wasn't even a turkey hunter then, uh, much as I am now. But um, so I went turkey hunting and we didn't have to wear uniforms at school at the time. Um, So I showed up to school in my camouflage and um, and I had my pocket knife in my pocket, and um, I forgot about it. And um, the, two weeks before that, um we had a stabbing at school, um, which is which was unheard of at our school at the time because we were such a phenomenal public school system. And uh, the, uh, this, the new uh, the new school board judge wanted to make an example out of the next issue that came along. And unfortunately, I was that example. Um, you know, so they, he didn't give me any kind of amnesty. He didn't show any kind of compassion. It wasn't even a question. Boom. He expelled me and, you know, I had to return to school the next year, but that wasn't happening. Um, I wasn't going to do that. So I got my GED and, um, you were 16. No, I was, I was, I was 18 at the time. Okay. I was 18. I was about to get out of high school. I was almost out of high school then.
0: And so kind of like as a fuck you. Okay, fine. You just joined the Marine Corps.
1: Yeah. I just joined the Marine Corps. And fortunately at the time we had two campaigns going on. We had the Iraq war and we had the Afghanistan war going on. So the Marine Corps was spread thin. So they were taking any, anyone, they were taking delinquents. Um, yeah. They were giving yeah. So I was one of those delinquents. <laughs> they were, yeah. So I was fortunate. Um, and I did well enough on my ASVAB that I could choose what I want to do. And it was fun. Um, you know, it, it set me straight. Um, it was the best decision. Uh, one of the best decisions that I made in my life. Um and I'm so thankful for it uh and um so fast forward this this is this is where I'm at now
0: when you um when you uh what to, what when you when you you killed this turkey yeah and and then you eat him
1: yeah i actually have i actually have that turkey breast in my freezer
0: um when you um kill him what
1: what emotions go through you? Like, is it? Uh, oh, it's, uh, it's, so, it's so it's like it's like lighting somebody up on the football field. Oh, yeah, really? Oh my God! You got to come. Any you, I gotta is any
0: me. part of <laughs> you ever like heartbroken? Like, is, oh is, is it a, my no, goodness, no no, no, no. Yeah,
1: when you miss, if you miss, absolutely. If you miss. <laughs> you're gonna. You're gonna I'm so me, soft. Fuck. You're, you're gonna get me. You're gonna get me some hate mail, man. I love it. Hey, I would. might
0: I might go over there. What if I went? Like, what if I was out there with you? And then I went over there and started
1: crying. Oh, uh, you gotta suck it up, dude. That's not allowed. Yeah, it's not allowed. Yeah, we don't we don't tolerate that. Yeah, we don't tolerate would, that. Did, would what,
0: it go away after I ate them? What would what after if I shot them and then I was sad and then we cleaned them and I ate them? Then would I be like,
1: well, now I if you it. If, if you don't get ex- no, if you don't get excited about the hunt itself and then yeah the success of killing and stuff, then you're not then hey, if you can't get excited about that you're not gonna you definitely won't get excited about eating it but um. No. So the him is just a, you know, just a bonus. The, 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 most fun part of the whole hunt is, is the experience of the hunt, um, calling him, tracking him, calling him, uh, you know, you know, actually seeing him face to face, you know, within 10 to 15, 20 yards and pulling trigger. Um, it's, it's, I've, I've deer hunted and it's nothing like it. Turkey hunting is phenomenal. You're going to get me a lot of hate mail now. So People are going to, message me people. but i hope they i hope they do i hope they do i'm ready the thing is I is i don't
0: they. think the people who those people have never done it
1: no they they, they haven't they haven't and you know a lot of those same people eat mm-hmm. beef from uh, yeah from mcdonald's so so they're stupid um,
0: but but i mean i was that kid like uh, and, and i remember in college my friends would go fishing and i would go with them and they would be like hey i'm gonna take a piss hold my pole and i'd be like not, fuck that and they're like why i'm like what if a <laughs> fish fucking bites the end of it yeah. I just can't.
1: Um, oh, good. We got to get you on a hunt, man. We I know. Get you Rich. I, are you, I mean, I, don't, I, I know, you know, Rich, Rich hunts a lot. Yeah. So,
0: you, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to go. Um, I, I had a friend who went out on some like fucking multi-million-dollar sailboat for two weeks. And he said the chef would just jump overboard, bring in a fucking giant fish, splice it open, and they would just eat sushi right there. Just raw. That's that's great. That's great. That sounds amazing.
1: That's that's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. And I and there is some sort of appeal, like with the liver king shit. Like there is some sort of appeal to me, as as crazy as it sounds. Of 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 right there when the when you kill the animal to eat some of its shit raw, like its organs. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna go there. No, that's
1: that's not. (laughs) No. I'm not that just grab a big
0: old handful of cock and Uh, start working on it. No,
1: no. (laughs) No, I can't do that, bro. I can't do that. I can do that with fish and tuna. I can do that with tuna.
0: I mean, doesn't that Uh, sound crazy to be on a boat out in the middle of nowhere and just eating raw fit? Just the best sushi you've ever
1: had. So I've done that before as far as tuna fishing goes. Um, Yeah. But but yeah, but as far as like, you know, uh, killing the animal, a land animal. No, that would never happen. I would never do that. Yeah. We, uh, you have
0: no problem eating a giant fucking tuna cock, but if it comes off yeah. a cow, no way.
1: Yeah, absolutely not.
0: Never. <laughs> you have your
1: boundaries.
0: You You take your L1, um, and um, and, and can you imagine – why, why wouldn't – it's only two days. Why wouldn't they have every service member in the United States military take that? Wouldn't that be just
1: – Because
0: – Wouldn't that it, alter our the way our military I, operates? I,
1: my my view on the way the military should operate uh i'm I'm sure you share the same sentiments but i think um again you know uh, this is this is no offense to people who are overweight but uh, i don't think there should be any bend whatsoever uh in the military as far as accepting overweight people absolutely not um we have it, it being over being overweight in the military we're talking about in the military itself being overweight shows a lack of discipline and discipline is the foundation it's the bedrock of what our military is based off of so if you're overweight immediately you're on discipline
0: but yet um, you could take those those you could take uh, uh 500 um fat dudes and in three months fucking clean their shit up be like hey this is well, what you're gonna eat you're gonna walk and run every day this is the pt right i mean you could clean but, those yes, dudes up
1: for real but absolutely but the problem is now. Uh, the military doesn't enforce that, and they'll say they do, but they do not. They okay. do not. They will not do that um, now, especially more than ever. Social media. Um, anytime someone gets their feelings hurt, they go up the chain. They complain. Um, you know, so it, those who are in charge, the head, you know, the headsheds who are trying to make these uh, soldiers and marines in uh, airmen and sailors adhere to the, the fitness standards and the, uh, the, the, the body weight standards. Um, all you got to do is just cry and say, Hey, they're, they're fat shaming me. And bam, they're scared to touch you. They're scared to say anything to you. Um, it's uh, it, especially in combat roles where you see a lot less uh, overweight people in, in, in direct combat um, combat roles, but um, it's still, you know, it, it's, you you have a perception being fit and being able to look good in uniform um it it's uh, to me that's supposed to be um you know part of our part of our uh repertoire. And um it's you, you see it you're seeing a lot less of it. You're seeing a, a whole lot less of it. Even in the even in the special ops community, I have some buddies that are still in the special ops community. Um the standards are starting to drop. The standards are starting to drop. They're starting to say, okay, we slide this under the table since you didn't pass there. Um and I still have some buddies that are still in the Marine Corps, um, and they can't they can't force the Marine to PT. Uh, in some in some instances they call it considered hazing um, and you'll have some people say oh that's not true no it's true um, you know back in the day when I was in um, if you were overweight and you couldn't make it you better stand the hell by because you were about to have your life changed um, that was about to be the center and focus on everything that you did you're gonna you're gonna watch what you eat you're gonna PT when we tell you to PT um, you're gonna get your weight checked um, and you know we haze you a little bit but you know, at the end of the day, those, per- those people came out, those Marines came out better because of it. Um, and it shouldn't be accepted. Um, it shouldn't be accepted in the firefighting community. It shouldn't be accepted in the police community, and in, 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 in the law enforcement community, uh, you know, and um, I just don't see.
0: And the reason why it shouldn't it. be enforced is that you're taking an oath for a job to save other people's lives. And now you've done something to actually put other people in danger. Correct. The Correct. exact opposite is happening. It's not because you're fat. It's because yep. you're fat and someone else might die because y- you didn't, y- you're not taking your job as seriously as they are.
1: Correct. Perfect. Or, example. Or, or, so,
0: worse than that. You're, you're actually, you instead of making the team stronger, you're making the
1: team weaker. Absolutely. Absolutely. So a perfect example, uh, uh, I have a, uh, I have a member named Herman Newell. He's a state trooper for Louisiana state police. Um, he, he's been with me, um, since I've opened the gym. Um, So, shout out to him. And um, he, uh, about four or five years ago, uh, he uh, got on a chase with a guy um, on foot um, running through the woods off the interstate, I believe it was. And they ran some thousand yards. And Herman's a bigger guy. He's 250, 240, but he's strong and he has a lot of wind. Um, And, uh, you know, but he has all his gear on. He has his his vest on, he has his gun belt. Um, But he ended up catching this suspect. And when he got to him, you know, most men that are his size—thankfully, he's not overweight—he was just he's a big, muscle guy. Um, he was able to get to him and still have enough work capacity, enough enough fitness to apprehend him, put cuffs on him, and take him back to the unit. Um, I know police officers all over the place that couldn't even make the run, much less that yeah, happens. Thousand so what yards if, is a run. And a what, what if what if that suspect noticed that that police officer was? you know, fatigued and turn around and came back and fought him. He wouldn't have the ability to defend himself and bam. You you've seen that before it happens, right. it happens, you know, and, um,
0: and Hey, and, and then it, you're probably more likely to grab your gun. The more fatigued you are because the more scared you are.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you make a, a bad situation even worse. Um, and then you, you know, um, we had a situation about two years ago, uh, next door neighbor's house caught on fire when I was, uh, about two years ago, one of my next door neighbor's house caught on fire and um, it was a pretty substantial fire, and a couple of a couple of the boys that were fighting the fires, uh, the firefighters, they uh, they they started getting fatigued, and they were only on the call for like thirty minutes. Now, granted, it was hot, and they were in full gear, you know, uh, but they were fatigued. Um, and I just I find that unacceptable. I find that extremely unacceptable. Um, I don't I don't find any tolerance. And if if you want to be treated um, with with a certain level of respect because of your responsibility and what you do for a living, then gosh dang it your fitness and your mentality should reflect that um, I'm, I'm not going to speak to you sensitively like like uh, a client who's 40 years old and overweight and wants to change your life that is you 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 want to you want a man-sized job you need to be taking man-sized responsibilities and to me being overweight in a job that requires you to save lives should be absolutely unacceptable
0: dude that's a great shirt man-sized job man man-sized responsibility Personal yeah, responsibility. Like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a coin that you, you already did. Man-sized job. Um. You. So. 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 It, it, it's an. It's a no-brainer. The entire U.S. military transforms overnight if every single. If that's part of the requisite two-day L one.
1: They we, can't we help it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I mean, isn't it isn't it crazy that just two knuckleheads like me and you have the answer for them? This is uh-huh. a two day course that even if you you won't be able to help it, it, you will learn stuff that will allow your DNA and your genetics to manifest and show themselves in all their glory. Yeah, just two days. Yeah. Go take it. Uh, you, you, you can try uh, okay. not to even follow it, but it'll still fuck you. it. Yeah, yeah,
1: it'll still it'll still happen. I mean, and and. I think will be deal. an unstoppable we yeah I, I think will be an unstoppable force um our mentality will change um, like I said um you know uh, you can't have a strong mind without a strong body because it takes a strong mind to make a strong body and and you know I just the discipline that you deliver you, you the, the, the discipline that you receive from forcing yourself to stay fit and healthy conscious um it it it, it rubs off on everything else um and I just I, I feel like that should be a, a no-brainer. Um in you the think military. Is there
0: any fat dudes in the Chinese military?
1: No. I Me don't neither. know of a single I mean, or, Yeah, I don't know of a single fat Chinese person. <laughs> <laughs> Come to so, California. I'll show oh, you. Yeah. Some. yeah. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I you know, it's not shaming fat people. It's not shaming no, overweight people. No, I, I want no. you know, I want to let, you know. The, the first step in the changing yourself and realizing is realizing that, okay, there's, there's, I got to fix something. Um, it, it, to me, it's no different than someone who has an alcohol problem and wanting to fix it. like, okay, my first step is noticing that, Hey, I have an alcohol problem and that's okay. It's great that I recognize that. So let's fix this. Um, nobody's picking on you. Nobody thinks anything less of you. We want to make sure that when you're 60 years old, when you still have another 30 years to live that you're not in the hospital, uh, you know putting a burden on your family f- making funeral arrangements and that it's is' just a, fa- it's just facts it's, you're it's fat and you're gonna reality. if you're
0: fat you're gonna die early you're consuming more resources from society you're 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 um you're a bad example for other people i mean it's just all these things that are just facts it doesn't mean you're a bad person it doesn't mean you're an ungodly person it doesn't mean anyone hates sure. you but but like um i, I I am short. My nose is big and my kids are never going to be um, six feet tall. It's like, it's like breastfeeding is better for kids than not breastfeeding a hundred percent of the time, but you're offending me. I can't breastfeed. I, I can't. Have, I'm not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The facts you know, you are the facts. Blasting right, right. turkeys
0: yeah. is an asshole thing to do. And I just can't help it. It's just that, no, I'm joking.
1: <laughs> right. You come do it. You'll love it. Um, so that's what, yeah. So, so, and that's my main objective here. Um, you know, and I'm, All of my overweight members, who are, it won't be long. They won't be overweight. Um, uh, I show them. Even if they are
0: overweight for ten years, I've never had the body I've wanted my whole life. I still, but I still try. Yeah. Every day I try. I look at food and I still try to make good decisions.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so do they. So so and and look, and that's it's just about trying. It's just
0: just keep trying.
1: Keep trying. I'm fulfilled.
0: Um, I'm fulfilled trying. I'm so fulfilled trying.
1: And, and 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 what what do you lose by being healthy conscious every day by making the gym a you know one of your priorities? What do you lose? You have everything to gain, and um, and you're good you're for, at, a
0: good example for other people. That's the I mean now that I'm fifty and I have kids, yeah, it's so important to be a good example.
1: Children, and that is another avenue that we're, fortunately we're able to uh, jump into when I move into this new facility is I'm going to open up a kids program um, um, for sports, but uh, more so. Uh, we did a kids camp this summer and it was a phenomenal hit from the ages of uh, six. Yeah, there it is. Uh, from the ages of, uh, I think around five to nine, I believe it was. And it was such a phenomenal hit. And these kids bought into it hook, line, sinker. Um, the ladies By the way, my had, boys
0: wouldn't like that shit. The way you got the boys and girls separated, my boys would hate that. You, They want to, they want to do
1: shit with girls. they would do shit with the girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, little girl crazy. Um, so already we had phenomenal- dude
0: at five and yeah. seven already girl at, crazy fucking. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah.
1: So, so my son, my son's that way, but he won't admit it. Um, but, um, fucking so man. that kid's camp, that kid's camp was a huge success. Thankfully to uh, my girlfriend, Sarah, who's, I, I, I couldn't do this without her. Uh, my, my coach, Rachel, who's been with me since, since day one, uh, coach Laura. And, um, we had a couple other gym members help. Thank God, uh, out of the goodness of our heart, Angel, she helped out a lot. And BJ helped out a lot. But anyway, so um, they really bought into this. The parents loved it. Um, And most kids camps are um, from eight in the morning to around noon. There are a few hours, but we we push this sucker all day from eight to three. Um, And uh, thankfully, Sarah and uh, Laura are uh, elementary school teachers, and they have great organizational skills when it comes. My hands were off. I had complete hands off of this whole program. And uh, we just wanted to test the waters and see what we could do and how we can implement this into our future program. And it was a big, big hit. And it's going to be a permanent program when we move into this new location. Um, And we're going to have educational nutrition classes. We're going to have fitness classes for these children in here because we want to make sure that, hey, listen, you know, this is this is what you got to do. This is this is the right avenue to take to be healthy. And we want to make health an absolute priority, uh, you know, around our whole community.
0: You you after you take your L one do you do you know that when when does it start to seep into your brain like oh shit I'm gonna open an affiliate
1: that, that was my whole purpose to take my L one it was okay yeah was and, why
0: purpose. did you want to open a gym did didn't anyone tell you that it was gonna be hard
1: uh yeah it told totally. me I knew it was gonna be extremely difficult I didn't realize how difficult it was gonna be
0: um so even though you knew it was gonna be hard it was even harder than
1: that yeah yeah so um when I was in the Marine Corps thankfully I had great leaders to teach me how to be a leader and teach me how to teach and teach me how to explain things, but only from the Marine Corps side of the house, very intensely, uh, uh, very short tempered, uh, in the sense, um, but very effective, very deliberate. Um, and I realized very quickly that I could not carry that over into the civilian sector, um, uh, cause you would lose business quick. So, and it was uh, rough on me at and first. You, and,
0: you, and you still are pretty hardcore. You're pretty hardcore. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, so, this know, is the toned down sp- version of you. I can only imagine what the other version would
1: be. Co- comparatively hard. speaking, I, you know, I, I'm, I like to be that way. Um, cause we're just too soft to society in, in general. So, um, so I had to learn how to be a people person. Um, coaching wasn't the, um, the coaching aspect came pretty easy. It was the, how to, oh, can you hear me? i lost my. I can't hear you. Okay, great. Um, coaching was the coaching was an easy part as far as like how to teach people how to move but just like they teach it to L2 um different different people respond to different tactile cues uh, 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 verbal cues visual cues um you know you've got to learn how to communicate and deliver that information to different people and you know some people don't come in there ready to be intense um and I didn't have I didn't I didn't care about that at first and I realized pretty soon that if I want to make this career that I have to figure out how to still be still enforce discipline, still enforce a, uh, a a discipline mindset, but also be uh welcoming and a little bit, uh I don't I do not want to use the word soft, but uh, a little bit more uh I guess diplomatic and sensitive to um someone's personality. Give me give me um, an example of that. Okay, so we have uh my football players, and my baseball players in my gym. I show them no remorse. Um uh, I have kids from around 15 or about 13. Even my females, my softball players, who I'm actually pretty pretty doggone hard on my softball players. Um, I show them no remorse. I don't put up with any, any. I mean, any kind of late to class or or anything like that. Um, I'm I'm very deliberate in the way I coach. Um, but then I'll have the 25 year old or the 30 year old, uh female that comes in and she pays me, you know, my, the membership, and I'm not going to treat her the same. I'm going to explain to her and be a little bit more sensitive. So uh, if she shows
0: bit. up late, you don't tell her. Start running around the building, and if she is, so, and I'll talk to you when I'm ready. Now you sit- fuck with me, I'm going to fuck with you. But you will do that. Situation to the dictates.
1: Sit- sit- situation dictates. Situation, yeah. especially with the adults, because you know, for the for <clears throat> actually the majority of the gym, um, if if they're late, they have an absolute reason to be, and you, and most of the time, they're they everyone's there early. Um, they know what they know what to expect. And, um, you know, and when they show up late, they have a good reason to be. So, you know, I take every situation, um, as it comes, but, um, you know, and I understand sometimes that my teenagers, their kid, their moms and their parents drop them off. So really that's out of their hands, but uh, I still make them pay every once in a while if they're late. Um, but as far my, as my kid's be, tennis
0: coach, if if you show up late to tennis, y- y- you're fucked and even if it's the yeah. parents job and if the parent in um one time he told me he's like hey man i told you already like your kid has to come with fucking uh, pockets tennis players have to put balls in their pockets so that they don't oh, lose their yeah. rhythm for serving and then and then uh one day i was just sitting there looking at my phone he goes Sevon, come out here and i can't fucking come out there i'm like what the fuck's going on i've been coming here for two years i've never been called out there and he's like i told you to put right in front of all the parents and kids i told you to fucking put on uh shorts on him I'm like, oh yeah, sorry. And he goes, the the whole team's gonna fucking run suicide sprints, and you're gonna run with them because. Oh, I love that. It. And I, I had to fucking that. run. I'd run suicide sprints with the fucking kids. That. Almost threw I my back it. out. <laughs> Just,
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, I, I mean, I wish you know, I wish all coaches were like that. And I, I was like that for a while. Um, you know, I would, I wouldn't accept anyone being late. I wouldn't tolerate that at all. Um. Uh, for a long time and then my mom i remember my mom and a couple of people say hey, you gotta tone it down um so you know I've, that's I've what my mom tells down.
0: me about this podcast hey man yeah, you gotta yeah, tone yeah. that shit down
1: uh, i'm so sick of telling people saying telling me what to say and how to say it especially you know for for at at the expense of somebody's feelings i can't stand that so it's not my fault you get your feelings hurt that's you if, if, if what i say hurts your uh, offends you and you don't think i matter to you then i don't know why it's that big of a deal to say what I say. Uh, so I'm not going to be rude and just hurt your feelings, but I mean, if me telling you that you're overweight and you need to lose it because you're going to die soon, um, uh, that hurts your feelings. And Hey, I mean, it's better than saying, Oh, it's okay. Cause it's not okay.
0: And, and people like me want to hear that.
1: Well, I I, I want you I to yell construct- at me
0: and be like, Oh shit.
1: Watch out. There's a car coming. I love, yeah, no shit. I love constructive criticism. Um, I had a conversation with a member yesterday. um, And I, I told her like, hey, any kind of you tell me, give me, I'm you, you're outside the box. You're, you know, you're a member. You're, I I value your opinion. Tell me anytime you think I need to fix something. Don't ever think that you can't come into me and tell me. So, yeah, um, I love constructive criticism.
0: My wife will be like, hey, my wife. When I'm driving, um, I'm 50 years old. It it, she'll be like, hey, uh, there's someone in the crosswalk there. I'm like, thank you. I'm, I, please tell me like. Please tell me like, if I see him cool, if I don't see him, thank you. I'm never like, Hey, don't tell me how to drive. Fuck. I don't want to hit someone. (laughs) I got somewhere to go.
1: Yeah. No shit. Yeah.
0: What do I care? So, so what, what's so hard about running an affiliate? What, what's, what, why is it so hard?
1: Uh, I think, I think that's a question that's, that has different answers. Uh, There's not just one answer. There's, there's multiple, there's multiple branches to that answer, but you know, the hardest thing about running an affiliate um, you have to have more than one hat. You have to wear more than one hat, Um, you know, and uh, especially, especially in in my, in in my situation, I have to wear more than one hat. Uh, Fortunately, you know, I have, I have uh, my mom, she helps me with, with the books and my finances, but uh, you know, as a business, you gotta be a business owner and a coach. And if you want to take this thing, if you want to take this to the house and have this a career, um, you have constantly have to pursue your knowledge as a coach and your skill as a coach. Um, to me, I think that's number one. Uh, you have to separate yourself because now in the area of in the age of where information phenomenal, world class information is free. Um, everybody can receive it. Um, and everybody, you know, you're seeing more coaches than ever. You have got to figure out a way to separate yourself um, and your skill. You have constantly have to pursue sharpening that iron as a coach and um so that's number one hey uh,
0: uh, b- before you go on can you give me some yeah. examples of that like is that like okay all the other coaches are doing the nice guy thing and everyone's like okay we have the gender neutral bathrooms, and and we talk nice to people and we call and you're like okay what can i do different i'm just going to be real could that be one no, of the? and that's the, no you
1: know? well so i don't want gender neutral bathrooms that, that's not even a conversation that'll never happen but um so uh what I meant by that was, is I want to be able how to, I want to sharpen my iron on how to effectively deliver information with the least amount of words. I want to get my people, yeah, I want to figure out how to get, uh, you know, John Smith uh, doing a barbell snatch in in quickest, most efficient way possible um, using the least amount of words.
0: Yeah, Um, yeah.
1: And I also want to figure out it, it, this is I feel like I'm, we've done a good job of separating ourselves um, with when someone comes in with uh, things that are need to be scaled. Uh, we do a good job of having of having the abilities to scale everything. When I say everything, I mean everything. Um, there's none. I feel like now as a coach that there's nothing that I can't scale from. Um and, you can
0: um, accommodate anyone—a one-legged guy in a wheelchair. Anyone,
1: oh, uh, uh, yeah, anyone, anyone. anyone. You, you okay? Anyone. Got it. Yeah, anyone. Yeah, I had that. I had that. I, I, I feel confident in my abilities to be able to do that. Absolutely. Um, and you work on that, but you work on, that, you work I, on I, that every day, I, dude. I, I'm constantly, I'm constantly on dot com, constantly reading, constantly. I mean, I, I'm on my phone reading and watching videos all day, every day. I I go through my level one manual, my level two manual, just to refresh. Cause you know, I mean, there's so much, there's, the information is so dense and you wouldn't think it'd be that dense from a two day seminar, um, which I believe that it can be condensed. I mean, that can be spread out. I, 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 th- I wish it would be more, uh, more in depth, this, the two day seminar. Um, but that, that's for another conversation, but I'm constantly reading, trying to improve my craft. Cause this is my career. This is what my son relies on me for to, to put his food on his table. Um, and I do. I love what I do. And I want to separate myself and my coaches. They, they know that, you know, we we stand out. We're, we're different, um, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I don't I have the ability now to. Have major league baseball players in my gym and have an effective program for them, along with soccer moms and 75 year old seniors. Um, and I feel that not every gym is that unique, um, but we have the capacity to, to deliver that now. Um, so and that's 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 why I want to eventually, you know, I'm actually working on my level three right now, um, but moving to this new place kind of like slowed that down. He's um, got me so nervous. <laughs> but uh, but uh, so the level three, I've, I've been reading over the information. It is psychotic how much information that is. Jesus Christ. Um, but I'm so excited about trying to take the test. So, uh, is it applicable
0: information? Like your oh stuff and every
1: your- bit of it, every bit of it, every bit of it. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You really separate yourself. If you're level three or level four coach.
0: Wow. That's so good to hear. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, uh, have you, have you ever almost thrown in the towel? Yeah. Can, can yeah. you t- get, tell Morals. me what? what that was like. How how uh, old is your yeah. son? Is he older than the gym or younger?
1: He's, uh, he's, no, he's, he'll be nine in November. Um, he's around, he's, he's a few months, he's six months behind the gym. Okay. Yeah, so, wow.
0: What a life.
1: Yeah. So he was born, he was born in November of 2013. And I opened the gym in, um, in, uh, April of 2013. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and I got him, you know, I got him working out every time he's at the gym. So, um, but what was the question before? Throw, throwing in the towel. What happened? Oh, throwing happened? in the towel. Yeah. So, man, it's just, you know, uh, you run into you run into benchmarks as a business. Like, okay, let's make it through year one. And let's reevaluate and see if we have the potential to make it to year three. And once you get to year three, let's reevaluate and see if we have what it takes to year five. And then once you get to year five, you know, that's a positive. That's a big check in the box. Okay, let's make it a decade. Um, I almost threw in the towel a couple of times. Um, I wasn't sure if I had what it took um yeah you know, i wasn't sure if 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 you know sleepless nights man for for about a good four and a half five years of me being open um thankfully i don't have to do this now but uh i was there 4 30 in the morning and i didn't leave till eight thirty, nine o'clock at night damn um and uh you know i don't unfortunately i don't have to do that anymore um but it was stressful, man. And uh it took a toll on, you know, I, I didn't work out as much. It took a toll on my on my you know, I was up all night worrying. Um and and the gym was constantly growing. We we have grown every year since I've opened. And when you
0: say worry, you mean money. Like how am I gonna pay this bill? You know, the no, toilet's no, broken. Yeah. Fuck, I was just kind of getting ahead.
1: Yeah, all that, all of those things. Or even, hey, dude, do, does, does this business have the potential to, does my gym do I have the potential to grow this thing to where I want to get to? because i had i have a i have a service ceiling you know i have a service ceiling where i want the where i want this business to be do i have that ability to do that and sometimes i still ask myself do i have that ability to do that what
0: does that mean um,
1: service ceiling service ceiling you got an aircraft that is maximum altitude service ceiling maximum altitude so uh, so can
0: you f- your gym can successfully help 300 people live the best life that they can live can you get to that i want
1: 450
0: Right. 450. Okay. Yeah. I well,
1: want 450. Yeah. Yeah. 300. I think we'll have 300 in, in, in about 18 months. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so, so, and so what you're, what can you do to make the, the place? Well, how do you, how do you get there? What, what questions do you have to ask yourself? Uh is it just, is it really as simple as just work? You have to con I mean, is that the big component? I shouldn't say simple, but you have to constantly be working on yourself like crazy self evaluation. So, so Why am I not attracting more people?
1: So the first rule, the first rule in the Marine Corps leadership is know yourself and always seek improvement. Um, to be a Marine to be a leader in the Marine Corps, that's the first rule in the Marine Corps is to know yourself and seek improvement. And if you do that, everything else falls under that. Everything else. Because if you know yourself and you're seeking improvement, everything that you're doing wrong, you're going to you're going to you're going to dot those I's across those T's. Um, so that's you You got to be very, very critical uh, of, of yourself. And you have got to throw your pride under the table, which is very hard to do um, and say, listen, I this I, I suck at this. Um, you know, I need to get better at this um, or I screwed up. This is how I need to get better asking people that are wise there's a lot of people smarter than me i'm not that smart asking people saying hey what do you see me doing wrong you know how can i fix this how can i make it more attractive to you if you were not in here um and i ask those questions all the time and you know i i think and we're still not i'm still not there um and i think if you ever get to a point where you think you're there that's when you're start. that's when you start going downhill um your attitude will show that that you think you're there and uh you know, so it's just like Ben Bergeron always says. It's not that he. I don't think he coined the term because everybody's always said it. It's that constant pursuit of excellence. Um, yeah. You know, um, and if, if you don't, if you keep that the forefront, and uh, you know, then you know you're going to succeed. Um, but I think
0: why, why keep why keep the um, why keep the name? What why why are you why not um, uh, drop the name? And and does the does the name add value to you CrossFit Amity? Why not call it um um SuperFit Am- Amity or Amity
1: Fit? Well, I you know because so I I have a sense of, I don't want to say a sense of loyalty to CrossFit because uh, you know it's just it's a corporation and it's not someone but you know I wouldn't be here uh, if it wasn't for CrossFit HQ. Where, um, you know, and, I feel and, you. And, I
0: feel you. I feel you on that. I feel and, you on and that. There's an for, I- integrity piece, right? Like hey, I can Yeah, like-
1: sure. And you know, the um, you know, Glassman's uh, dedication to the affiliates um when he was when he was running the show, um I'm, I mean, how do you how do you leave that? You know, um and, and and the free like I said, the free information, dude, it's the 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 level of information that we have to us as affiliate, as coaches. I mean, dude, you could it's almost it's almost like a PhD in how to be a how to be a strength conditioning coach. It is um, the the correct way, the correct way. Um it's I mean years of information. You can read everything that dot com posts. You can start now and read everything that's posted on dot com since 2001. And I'm not sure if you could ever get through it in a lifetime. I really don't. I mean, I know it's 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 a, it's amazing. Um, you learn so much. Um and it's right there at your fingertips. It is free and it's and it's Stupid that is so it's, it's free, but it's yeah. you know, it's great. Um, and I, that, that again, I think that's how we separate ourselves as as, as CrossFitters. Um, you know, uh, CrossFit gets a bad rep in some places or, or everywhere, really. Um, you know, we've all heard that oh, CrossFit gets you hurt, or you know, things like that. Um, and there's I think there's some ways we can change that. I hope that you know, the new leadership kind of reroutes how we do the certification program. Um what to, what do you
0: mean by that? How do you think it should be done different?
1: So um the, the information that I feel is delivered at the level one is is great. It's two days, it's, it's it's compact, it's it's great. Um, I feel like in my personal opinion, um, and I know that you know this, this I didn't go through this, so um, it's easy to say, oh, you didn't do a level two to become a coach. So how can you say that? But I feel after going through the coach's prep course in level two. If you want to make a good rep, if CrossFit cares about its its name and they care about excellence, uh, I feel like they should expect excellence from their affiliate owners and from their coaches. And I, me personally, I don't think that you should open up a gym and represent the name without a level two. Um, I,
0: I don't think that's a um. I, that's I think that's a that's a discussion. Even when I was there, that would, like it would come up at least once a year. Yeah.
1: Like and um, there were and there were a
0: lot of propo- there were a lot of proponents for it.
1: Because mm-hmm. you know, as from coming from the level one someone who's someone who may be at a CrossFit gym for six months and says, Hey, I want to help out. I want to get my level one. Or Hey, I want to open up a gym six months and get my level one. Uh, They don't have the abilities leaving that level one to handle a 10 person class with two or three people who need the skill because they have different, uh, different elements that they need to work on. They don't have that ability for class organization. They don't have the ability to, uh, effectively, uh, execute a warm up execute a, or a whiteboard discussion uh three two one go cool down and hey we're done in fifty six minutes they don't have that ability to do that and you really don't really have that ability to do that just because you went to the level two either um you're just more aware of what you need to be or what you need to have as a coach as an effective coach on the floor um you know and i I, I see a you know because there there's gyms all over the place man just like you can go um you know, you can be a welder. Or you can be a doctor. I mean, how many shitty doctors come from the same school? So you're going to have Yeah, yeah.
0: That. you can go to a, a medical school for four years, and you are not prepared to teach medicine. Same thing with the police no, academy. Absolutely. Same thing. So yeah, sure. in that regard, CrossFit's just normal. You're, yeah, sure. Yeah. But um, I think I hear what you're saying. I think what you're saying is is take – we have a bunch of people out there with L1s running gyms. Good. Awesome if we have a lot bunch of people out there with L2s running gyms, now we've elevated the requirement. They've probably put in a thousand hours of training at a box where they worked at, you know, making $18 an hour at first. Yep. And now if all rising tides lift all ships. And so yep. then the reputation changes. So if you have people who are more qualified then the reputation changes, um, the thing that I don't, the thing that some people, of, of course we don't want to be known as a program that injures people, but there is a, piece of our badassery that we never want to lose like oh like i would never wear any ufc gear because i because i'm not in the ufc (laughs) but but if i was in the ufc i would ufc wear ufc gear and i feel that way about crossfit too if you don't do crossfit you probably shouldn't be wearing a crossfit shirt and i think people know that like everyone who's you walk into starbucks with your crossfit shirt on and everyone knows that you're the fucking fittest dude in there
1: everyone they just know absolutely yeah, they know, and and, and, and it's walking it, with the UFC
0: shirt. Everyone knows, in the cauliflower ear. Everyone knows that, like, don't fuck with especially, that.
1: Especially, especially now where 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 fitness is going. Now, you know, a two hundred and twenty five pounds snatch in the two thousand eight games. I think that was the the winning snatch, at the games, maybe two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I can't remember. And
0: Jeff Jeff uh, Leonard, right? That firefighter.
1: I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Now you can you, you got guys doing Isabel in the in four minutes at that weight and and yeah. a couple reps. They're touch and go um so uh it, the, where where it's gotten to now and and you walk in there now uh you walk into a, anywhere to a gym that has a remotely sensible competitor's program an hour a day you got average people doing things now that they couldn't do at the two thousand nine or ten games um and they're just and these people don't even have the ability to make it the top one hundred in the op out of the open in their region or uh you know make make the two uh semifinals. Um, it's uh where 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 fitness has gotten to now is is unbelievable. I would have never guessed that. I would never when someone told me um, you know the whole conversation when you and I started when you meet a fellow CrossFitter which wasn't that common it's like hey what's your friend time and that was kind of like the the where you stood at the badassery level of CrossFit like hey yeah I got a sub three friend well fuck nobody heard of a sub three friend often right. back then right and now sub three friends are a warm-up right. sub three friends are a warm-up um and you if you'd have told me 12 15 years ago that a sub3 friend was gonna be a warm-up for people even a sub 230 friend was gonna be a warm-up I would have like you're crazy you're nuts now it is you know uh it's um it, it's waged well, it's changed man it but evolved the, principles, evolved the foundations are still the same foundations right. are still the same um, you know, eat lean meats, green vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit with starch, no sugar, and you know, create a program that that increases your work capacity across broad time and mobile domains. Keep workouts short and intense. And I mean, it's it's it, because I mean, look at the look. Even though the games uh, have a different games director, the fittest man and woman are always at the tip of at, always at, at, at on top of the stand. Um, you see that regardless of what kind of program throws out there, the fittest will always rise to the top. Yeah. And it's from those foundations and fundamentals. It really hasn't changed. It just evolved. It's gotten better. It's improved.
0: Um, Going back. I derailed you going. Oh, let me, let me read this real quick. Um, uh, Bailey Walker. Wow, I hope CrossFit watches these interviews with the affiliate owners. Honestly, hope other affiliate owners watch them. These are amazing stuff. On this is the information that needs to get out there. Uh, Bailey, the first show had so many views and uh, t- t- probably tens of thousands over on Apple iTunes. I think this one, I think this whole series is going to be nuts. Actually, it's going to be off the hook even, even just not for CrossFit gym owners, but for just for anyone uh, who's okay. interested in the space or, or owning a small business. Um, so, so, so you were talking about how you get a one-year benchmark, uh, a one-year mark, three-year mark, five-year mark. And then I was asking you if you've ever thought about throwing in a towel, when, when, what, and then I derailed
1: you. What, what happened? Yeah, so, um, the, the, the stress level, man, um, you know, worrying just, Hey, uh, Am I able to get my membership, you know, the first first year? Will I be able to get my membership to the Century Mark? We weren't at the Century Mark at at the end of the year. Um, We ended up getting to the Century Mark. You were not. We're not. We're not. But that was my personal goal. And we were at around 75, which is not bad for a small community. I mean, we're a small, small town. Um, And uh, so we hit the Century Mark. And then, you know, hey, do I have the ability to sustain that? Because once you get to that benchmark, you've got to sustain it. You don't want to fluctuate below that. You know, you want to sustain that century mark um, level, um, and being more, getting, receiving more clients who had more um, various type of issues, uh, and me learning how to adapt to being able to handle all of that load uh, with a ten to fifteen person class, and um, you know, and then you would have people uh, who would bounce checks or bounce payments and uh, they would cancel on, you know, they would cancel. It's it's not just one thing, but uh, over the time, uh, you know, you just keep questioning yourself, Hey, this is what I really want to do. Can I make, could I, could, could I sustain this or do I want to go back to being a contractor um, making 90 grand a year, a hundred grand a year with no overhead, or do I want to take this where I'm at right now and do I want to still pursue it? to what I believe it can go to and take that risk. Um, So there's been more than one time where I threw it in towel, man. Um, You know, I made some mistakes uh, on my own, um, you know, and I take full responsibility of of the mistakes in the gym and where the gym's grown. Um, So if you're going to, if you're going to take the credit of taking the gym where it's at, you got to take the credit of, of its decline when it declined. And i take full responsibility of all that. Um, so I brought a lot of the the pains of the business on myself, um, but i'm learned I've learned from those pains I've learned from those from those mistakes, and I think that's why we are where we're at now so um uh
0: I think it was Craig Howard told me something like hey and, and maybe I'm wrong and maybe I'm, I'm I'm misrepresenting this, and I apologize if I am, but um he said something like, yeah it's, it's kind of fucked you have six hundred members and I go why he goes, because if every month you lose two percent of your clients that's 12 people. And yeah, I was like, 40. Oh shit. And he goes, so that means every month you got to get 12 new people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was just, and, and then I kind of hear that like in your voice too. It's like, Hey, it's not, it there, there's not like this homeostasis. And then like, you're like, okay, we're here. It's just yeah. constantly, Correct. it's con. Correct. So you're, you're running a gym with fucking 300 people, but if three, if, if, if you have to, for every nine people that leave, you have to give resources to onboard new nine new people. That means Correct. every other day you're onboarding someone that you're open. And that Correct. requires two hours of one dedicated staff for three days, yeah. and and and, yeah. and, then, and then you have t- times that by nine, that's twenty seven days of onboard. Then all month, mm-hmm. you're just there's always someone in there onboarding. Yeah. Correct. Correct. And it's like um, it's like it's uh,
1: and when you have, and that's and that's, and that's the, the boat's thing never up, steady. It's always it's, it's always steady. getting
0: bigger and smaller at the same
1: time. But I, I think that's in I think that's in every business that if you take if you take that route to be an entrepreneur, I I don't see how you can avoid. Any of those, uh, any of those discrepancies that we're talking about, I don't see how you can avoid any of those. Right. Uh, even as if you own reach you mean like store, even if a liquor
0: store, like fuck your half your clients went to AA and they don't get <sighs> drunk anymore.
1: Kid. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, especially <laughs> here, you know where we're at. We're, you know, I we, They have a liquor store right next to a church, right um, down the street. So, um, but, and and that's the next thing. If you you have to establish a a team, um, you have to create a team. And you have to, you, 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 it's a must. You have to have the support of that team. And the only way you get the support of that team is to develop their trust, uh, that you can deliver the best coaching possible, at least the best coaching around. Um, and then, and show them that they're a part of something that's, that's, that's going to be great. Um, and show them that they're important. And, uh, I wasn't, I, would, I don't want to say the word micromanager, um, but since it was my business and I was just, I had a vision of how I want it to be ran all the time. Um, I was so like meticulous on every, I coached every class. And I uh, mean, you know, I never, I, everything, every new member that came in, I dealt with them and that's not so much the case anymore. I still coach the majority of the classes still to this day. Um, uh, but I have a great team that helped me out. And um, you know, uh, I got, you know, Corey, um, his, his wife, Rachel, who's been coaching for me for forever. Um, he coaches my 5am class and he does that out of the goodness of his heart. Um, he's an attorney, so he doesn't need to, he just does it cause he loves it. Um, he's been doing it for a long time and he's actually who I'm, his building is who I'm moving into, uh, for this new place. And it's a phenomenal fucking location. Um, you know, he just him and him and his wife, they just coach out of the goodness of their heart. And they've been doing that for forever. Um, and uh, my mom, she's the backbone of of my finances. Uh, my girlfriend helps me out beyond measure. Um, and I got coach Laura who helps me out when she can after school. And they've been dedicated and 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 loyal ever since they've gotten there. Um, and this business would not be where it's at without that. I, I couldn't even think of taking it to where it could be without them. Um, and it sucks that you know that uh, I can't show them the credit that they deserve uh, financially. Um, you know, but maybe if I hit the lottery one day, I will. But we'll see. Um,
0: what um, f- from from y- you pay the yearly fee? What, what is there anything you expect in return from CrossFit HQ
1: for that yearly fee? No, they give me they give everything to me. I mean I three thousand dollars dollars a year and uh, I can I have enough information to be to be educated enough to challenge any professor in any university.
0: And where do you get that information? You go to CrossFit.com? dot com?
1: Dot com. Dot I mean that's all that's 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 the Bible there. That's the that's the fitness bible dot com.
0: So you as long as they keep providing uh, uh, some sort of content. Mm-hmm. And, and, and i and and maintain the old library mm-hmm. you're you're getting your value is there anything oh, that man. they is there anything that they shouldn't do like should they weigh in on like things that they should or shouldn't
1: weigh in on as far as fitness related stuff
0: just stuff that would make it so you wouldn't be proud to hang the sign so for instance ben and jerry's that ice cream people in, in the name uh, of in the name of goodness they they support uh some really fucking crazy shit yeah they do that, so, that so, really hurt so, a lot of good human beings in the name of goodness um crossfit has has sort of dabbled in that but but i think as as of lately tiptoeing out of the room you got to get
1: away from it we Got to, we're, we're a fitness program we're a fitness methodology we're yeah. not us we're 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 not a we're not a uh a, 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 a socially um ex, we're not a social experiment um, we're, we're not a, a company that uh, is created to to hear and uh, uh, to hear and implement um, people's political, religious uh, and and, and uh, I guess uh, personal agendas and, and views. We're a fitness program, a, a lifestyle methodology, we're a lifestyle methodology. And we should stick with that um, for everyone, for everyone. Everyone. Um, I can't stand that I can't stand that uh, when CrossFit did get political and it still has to an extent. Um you, when it says the word everyone, hey you were open up a gym. I opened up a gym and someone asked me, and this is this is no uh this is no uh discernment to to the to the homosexual community. But when someone asked me said, Hey, what are you gonna do for Pride Month? Nothing. Everybody's welcomed in here. Yeah. Everyone. Right. Everyone. Everyone. I mean everyone. I treat everyone. You can with wear a Pride Month shirt
0: every day to your where, gym if where, you want. Where, 365
1: where, days a year. Yep. Wear it, but I'm not yep. wear it. I'm not I'm a fitness I'm a street and conditioning uh, facility and you're gonna get you're gonna get what what it's designed to get. I'm not gonna fly you know only thing I fly is the American flag and my Marine Corps flag. That's it. Right. So to me the stars and stripes is that me that's inclusive. That that's all inclusive. We're the only country that's 100% percent all inclusive. So if that doesn't make you happy then I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You need to go somewhere else.
0: And so you would like that, um, you, you kind of like the old school CrossFit's for everyone. Um, everyone. some of the, some of the things that we judge you on are the cleanliness of your bathrooms. We, we, we want clean bathrooms
1: Yeah, and, uh, and,
0: and we want, uh, efficacy in our, in our training. And, uh, and, and we believe that diet's the foundation of a healthy lifestyle. Virtuosity, shit like of, that.
1: Uh, virtu- virtuosity of mo- virtuosity of movement keeps you out of the nursing home yeah so that's what that's what i want I mean, and if anybody if anybody shows any kind of disrespect to anyone in my gym who thinks differently to them then those people who show in disrespect they're gone um, regardless sorry.
0: if you agree with them or not they're fucking gone hey don't, I, don't, yeah,
1: don't, yeah, don't, yeah, i don't care Yeah, don't, a, so
0: that's kind of the top of the food chain in, in your um gym uh treat people uh, with
1: respect oh 100 yeah you never I, i've you know um, I've, I've kicked people out of the gym that thought they were better than people. I had, you know, I've had several, you know, I've had a couple, not several, but I've had a couple members who were good fire breathers. They were, they were, they were hot shit on the, on the floor. Um, and you know, they thought they were better than people and they were talked down to members and stuff. I'm like, Hey, you gotta get out of here. You gotta go. You got to go. I don't feel like dealing with you go. Yeah. I tell, I tell people all the time. The only ego that's big enough that this gym can, is big enough to hold is mine. And I don't have, I don't have that. I don't have an ego big enough to uh, to not work out next to the most out of shape person in the gym or someone who thinks differently than me. So if, if I don't act like that, then no one will. Um, so.
0: Has, has the reason that you got into the gym and the reason why you're staying in it, have they stayed, um, the same or have they changed? Do you ever ask yourself, why am I still doing this?
1: Uh, my reasons for staying? Yeah. Uh, no um they haven't changed Uh, my reasons for still being a gym owner hasn't changed i actually have grown to love it more um i've grown to love it more over the last two years i kind of got through a lull i was i went through a lull for a little while like it's kind of redundant and i kind of caught my fire over the last two years again um not that i wasn't trying to be a better coach um when i was in that in that lull but i was just you know i just He's going, I think everyone goes through that. Uh, but over the last few years, I really got my fire again and realized, wow, I love what I do. Um, and the members make it fun, the members uh make that uh happen. Um, you know, I got some phenomenal, you know, and what I love the most, you know, everyone loves the fact, I mean, everyone knows that men love to lift, but what I love the most is when I have a, a lady in here who's, who's 25, 30 years old, who's relatively lean, and she looks at the barbell's like, yeah, but I want to do this, but I don't want to lift weights. And I'm just, I don't even tell her anything. I just wait for the program to take fruition. And then six months later, she comes in from work and she's pissed off because of work. She's like, I just want to lift something heavy. I, I'm ready to lift heavy. And, you know, she's she's adopted that lifting heavy mindset. She's adopted that hardcore mindset. And I don't say the word hardcore, that's subjective to everyone, but she's, she's, a, she's adopted a mindset that she never would have thought she'd adopted. Um, and I, I love seeing that. I love seeing ladies being able to throw 100 and, 100, 100 and 150 pound sandbags over their shoulder, being able to clean uh, 135, uh, you, you know, cycle the barbell. Now that's not heavy in competitions. That's not, that's not uh, impressive in, in, in a competition setting, especially in regards to semifinals or the games, but finding average everyday women oh, who, who can do that. I mean, you, you're not going to find that. Um, so that's that's where I'm at. Um, that's, that's what I love. I, I really do love it. And I love, so um, I have a kid in the gym who was uh, overweight for a long time and he's lost. I mean, he has been an absolute psycho in the gym. Um, Every day he's dedicated and he's lost so much weight and he's so strong and so in shape and his gymnastics has gotten better. Um, And um, his mom told me not too long ago that his whole attitude, his his insecurities that he once had have improved. And, um, you know, that's the reason that you do this. That's the reason that you do this. And the cool thing about what we do is, those testimonies are always going to come because they're always going to be fat, out of shape people who need help. Um, Th- so, those
0: are the kids that come in and they don't talk for six months
1: and then all of a sudden they, they talk. Damn. Right? Bam. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You, know, um, and, and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, and I took the credit to a lot of the moms too. I have a lot of moms who bust their ass to get there and they have kids on their hip, they get in one from school. They have a diaper bag on the shoulder um, and they've been stressed out and they do everything they can to get to class and then they kill it. And they, they, they instead of sitting around laying down on the floor, uh, they 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 clean up their shit. They grab their kids and they go. And they carry on about the day. Those are the badasses that I'm like, I'm looking at them. like, How the hell do you do that? Um, you know, that that's what I'm talking That's dedication. Um, and those ladies really rub off on everybody in the gym. Um, cause that's a mindset that that's a, uh, that's, that's, that's a, that's a dog, dog mindset. You gotta be a dog to do that. I tell my ladies all the time who bring their kids in there. Um, you, you, you y'all are dogs. I mean, cause you got three or four kids and you got to cook supper you got to get them ready for school. You got to do homework, but you still find time to make an hour of your day a priority. Y'all are fucking dogs and I love you. So
0: I went, I went to, the, I used to work out for a couple of years at this fucking, uh, it was called team to funga. It was a fucking hardcore, like meathead gym. Just mm-hmm. all, just tons of juiced up dudes there, and, and big, just and, and 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 just all the old shitty equipment. Just, a, just a big, massive gym, right? Yeah. And um, my wife and I were the only ones in there who did CrossFit. And there were a couple, there were a couple, <laughs> there were a couple fighters in there who trained, but other than that, yeah. it was just fucking monsters. Yeah, yeah in the two years i was there the only the only woman i ever saw a uh, fucking bench 135 uh, uh squat clean 135 cycle 135 go overhead with 135 was my wife i never saw another yeah, fucking it. woman do that women who are twice as yoked as my wife and i'm mm-hmm. thinking to myself yeah if if you if if you're a woman and you can fucking power clean 135 you're in the one percent of one percent of one percent i mean you're Absolutely. like like fuck the gym Absolutely. at the games athletes like You, you, every man who sees a woman who can do that should be like my two kids are safe with her. In a burning building, she can grab two four year olds and fucking run. Absolutely, and
1: it looks good. I tell. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife
0: looks insane.
1: They, they they think that they're gonna get yoked and look jacked like a man. That's the comment. I don't want like. Excuse me. I don't want to look like a man.
0: No, you're going to attract real, men. You're going to attract yeah. real men is what yeah, you're going to do. Men.
1: And yeah. they, they love the way their body turns into what their body turns into after, you know, six months to a year of being in the gym. Um, you know, and and, you know, my 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 clients who have a little bit more weight to lose, they realize that, hey, lift the speed that process up process yeah. up. Yeah, it's it puts it puts that process into overdrive, especially when I couple that with lean meats and green veggies. Um so it's 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 an insane combination. Um so like I said, I, I think we're just getting started. I think we're, we're just putting our rod in the ice. Um and I just um I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this thing can go.
0: I'm not sure I understand that
1: uh metaphor. Just putting our rod Put in rod, the ice. Yeah, we, we, we just sticking our, you know, ice fishing. We're just sticking it in. oh ah, ah, We're just, yes. ah, yeah, yes, we're just rod, it in there.
0: Yes, okay, good. Okay. Um when um, when when I invited you to come on, was there anything that you were thinking like, "Hey, I, I want really want to share this," like there's something that popped in your brain? You're like, "Fuck, I hope I hope we can talk about this."
1: Oh, uh, the co the 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 restructuring. Uh, I hope I hope CrossFit does restructure the level one and level two, and I hope make, make
0: the barrier it- of entry just a little bit more difficult. Yes,
1: yes. Demand demand still-
0: a little bit more yeah. from the owners of affiliates.
1: Yeah, because I know I know several people who are uh, who are you know uh, book smart and that can sit through a level one and you know take notes and you know, they'll pass level one, but they're in no way, shape, or form to be qualified to be a coach and represent the CrossFit brand. Yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, and 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 I just I, I mean I I level of expectations. I just I think that expectations should be higher, and that you know just um, coaches. If you are a level one coach, uh, if you're a level two coach. Um, and you, you're serious about this. you've you got to make sure that you work on your craft twenty four seven because um, you know that's if you if you want to make this a career, um you've got to have the capacity to be able uh, to wear more than one hat um, you know, uh, and uh, I mean that's that's that you can't be a successful gym owner without that capacity. Um, you can be a successful coach. Um, but you can't be a successful business owner without having the capacity to wear more than one hat, having to, uh, be, having the ability to look yourself in the mirror and, and seek self-improvement, uh, being the first to criticize yourself and you got to have a good team and you all have to be on the same page. And the communication has to be clear of, of the expectations when you, to, to your team and your members, to your team and your members. Right.
0: Um, at the CrossFit Games this year, they had a like a mock affiliate, which I thought was a really cool idea. They basically had an affiliate I didn't see inside of it, but I from okay. my understanding the idea was they had an affiliate set up and anyone who went to the CrossFit Games could go there, sign up and take a class, right?
1: Okay. It, I like
0: think yeah, it seems like a no-brainer, just on campus. And and yeah, now it's gone. It even had a name, I forget. But it, it maybe okay. it was just called CrossFit affiliate. But on the outside, they had Forging Elite Fitness. Yeah, and when and, and before they fired me at HQ, um, there was this huge press to not call it CrossFit HQ anymore, to call it CrossFit Home Office, to get rid of Forge and Elite Fitness, to get rid of um, make a instead of it be um, a, to uh, they, they they their new motto was like happiness. Greg would have never made happiness. Oh yeah, the so, motto. so
1: so basically everything was too aggressive.
0: Yeah, they got rid of Puky. Um, they got rid of Uncle Rabdo. They 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 wanted they, happiness. Got rid
1: of, they got rid of everything that got it to where it's at.
0: And that was scientific. That basically was like when you make happiness one of the goals, then you you are no longer science because that's not a measurable metric. Happiness should be the byproduct of of something that's mm-hmm. measurable. And and it really lost its way super quick. Um yeah. but but but, but, at, but at this year at the games, I saw Forging Elite Fitness back on the side of the affiliate. I, I see, forget, I see Nicole yeah. Carroll using the word CrossFit HQ. So does that mean that um, do you, watch that, owner, yeah, do you would, watch that as an affiliate owner or you see those nuances as an affiliate owner and be like, I'll
1: pay attention yeah. to all those things. I don't pay attention too much as what the, you know, I, lately, especially, you know, when, when you're, when you're busy, I, I spend more time reading content, uh, uh regarding to health and fitness, um, and uh, you know, metabolic adaptations, nutrition, um, energy systems uh, uh, uh how to scale for for adaptive athletes i spent a lot of time reading that so i don't spend a whole lot of time with that like, like uh, as far as like the business side of the house what's right, going okay. on across it right. so but i do try to pay attention to that every once in a while um but uh if 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 they let people like nicole carroll and 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 the the other old school cats uh take the head of the spirit the ceo just says hey listen you, you give me your input where you want this company to go. I promise you, Nicole Carroll and, a, you know, Hobart and Chuck Carwell, Adrian, I, it, you listen to them. They're going to take this thing to where it needs to be. Right. Um, and, you know, uh, I mean, you got Dave Castro back now, so I'm not sure what his role is, actually. Uh, um, so. Miss Pugface says know.
0: moms are absolutely amazing. We have an eight month pregnant member doing a hundred burpees for thirty days with us.
1: Got a girl. Got a girl.
0: I think my wife yeah. one of the first time she ever uh, cleaned uh, one thirty five was like maybe six or seven months pregnant. I think I posted a picture. Yeah, so
1: there. I had I had a member back in the day. Um, she deadlifted two seventy five, and the next day she uh, went to labor and popped out her baby in like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Two seventy five. Yeah. yeah. So you um, so, what
0: about so would you like more media? So just a constant drumbeat of of, of content of media interviews of, with intelligent people, cutting edge, yeah, watching so, yeah. coaching tip videos, things like that. Stuff that kind yeah. of that they've they've lost their way in the last four years.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think there's tons of coaches out there with uh, loads of information to share that are way smarter than I am that can h- deliver you know much more productive advice than uh, than I ever can. Um, You know, I I would love to see more of that, especially if I was a new coach coming in. Um, But, you know, like I said, if you're if you're a new coach and if you're uh, scratching that surface of the frontier of wanting to be an affiliate owner or maybe a head coach somewhere, you have got to stay in the books. You've got to stay in the content and you've got to you've got to get coached by other coaches. And that's a downside. That's an unfortunate thing that I have. Um, That's why I went to I actually want to go to a level two again just to go to a level two to get coached by another coach. Um, I don't have any eyes on me when I'm coaching. Uh, no, no, no constructive criticism. I know criticism eyes. Um, I don't have any, um, anyone watching. Um, you know, so I have to make sure that, that I do this right, that I explain this the right way. Uh, I love getting coached by other coaches. I love someone watching me and say, Hey, no, this is what you did wrong. Um, you know, but I don't, I don't have that. Um, and, um, you know, so, um, you know that's why uh, they have a coach's developmental course that I'm coaches development course that I, I'm thinking about. I think Austin Maliola may host it. I think he does. I'm not sure, uh, but I would love a coaches developmental course for like those ten year coaches, there's ten year affiliates. I would love like a, a symposium or uh, or a summit for for us old school coaches to just get coached by each other. You know.
0: I just Googled it. I'm seeing if I uh, – the coach's development program.
1: Yeah, there we go. There we go. I, I'm oh, not sure if that – have they stood oh, that up yet?
0: I don't know, but you know what's interesting? This doesn't even look like a a CrossFit course. This is a preferred CrossFit course, meaning may, maybe he yeah, made this – Yeah, Yeah. May, maybe – and these are all uh, – a bunch of these people I recognize as being fucking hardcore L1
1: trainers. Uh, yeah, L1 yeah. I mean, seminar yeah, I staff. love that. I think they they have a three day and a five day option, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and uh, you know, if it's if it's from somebody like Austin Maliola, I, I would love uh, to to uh, jump on board with that if I ever can get the time. So
0: it doesn't look like it's is it is it going yet? I'm trying. Oh, okay. I'm not okay. sure. That's why I'm not sure.
1: Uh, it may be. It may be upcoming programs. I can't this see. This uh,
0: is, um, uh, Jed. This is. I'm. I'm patching in a caller, and this is Justin from CrossFit Salty Hive in Utah. Okay. Justin, hi. What's up? Did I get it right? Salty oh, yeah. Hive.
1: Yeah, Salty Hive. I like it. I saw you save my number the other day. I appreciate it. Um, I got an email from Julie simensky Semensky, if I'm saying that right. She's a listener to the podcast. She's gonna drop in at my gym when she visits um Salt Lake City in a couple of weeks. So I That's cool. I got I got that. Yeah. She's like I heard I heard of your gym on the Savant podcast. I wanna come. I want three percent. Three
0: percent. I want three percent.
1: That's fair. I'll I'll throw some cash at a at a live call and show. I mm-hmm. thought it was cool. You're creating another community within the community. Um sorry to interrupt your guys' conversation. I just saw you were live and thought I'd share that with you. Cool. You're doing good stuff. on.
0: All right. Thank you. If you're ever yeah, Pete, in, uh, if luck. you're ever in Louisiana, you got to swing by CrossFit Amity.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna come back and listen. I was listening for a little bit. I'm gonna come back and listen to this whole show. Seems yeah, like Jed's a, a dude. cool
0: dude. All right. Thanks, dude.
1: Right on, Jed. Yeah. Peace.
0: Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Be careful. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks for uh, nearly two hours of your time. I appreciate it. I think it that, adds a lot it. of value to other people's lives listening to this, especially
1: uh, gym owners. Yeah, like I said, man, I've been following you since since you've been since you've uh, been at CrossFit HQ. Uh, you know, um, so sounds I'm, like I'm we stoked. came
0: on at the same time. Sounds like we came on. I at think the we same did.
1: Time. Uh, I think we did. I think actually the first uh, episode that I watched of you is when you were uh, documented in Rich. I Think after his first win. Uh, okay, that yeah,
0: 2010.
1: Yeah, yeah 2010, 11, um, yep. I remember that. Yep. Um, so yeah, man. Um, I appreciate it. Uh, you no, know, I would love to be on air again. You know, I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, we got to get you here for a turkey hunt. <laughs> got to get you here for a turkey oh, I got to get
0: my boys there for a turkey hunt. So they don't grow up and be a pussy like me. Then, That's then what I got to do. I, over, I, dude, I need to we'll, end the being a pussy. Dude,
1: we'll, 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 Bring we'll, it do? we'll it. take you, we'll take you on a turkey hunt. We'll take you on a turkey hunt and then we'll go to an LSU baseball game. Wow. Yeah, we'll go, we'll take you on a turkey hunt and then we'll go to an LSU baseball game. And I, I know I'm, I'm biased, but I think LSU, the, the, the sporting community LSU is something like you've never seen before. So, um it's, unfortunately turkey season isn't during football season. Uh that would be even more fun to watch, but you come you you bring your boys down here we'll take them turkey hunting and we'll get you uh we'll get you some Louisiana food and uh we'll take you to an LSU baseball game. You the man.
0: Jed, thank you. Uh keep your rod in the ice. Yeah man. I just wanted to say that. And yeah. uh and and stay in touch. We'll be in touch. Thanks for coming on.
1: All right, buddy. I appreciate it.
0: Peace. Keep your rod in the ice someone ask him to take you snipe hunting i'd fucking cry if a fucking turkey fell down in front of me i used to shoot birds when i was a kid with bb guns and i think i've told the story but one time that i'll tell it later okay i'm going to the skate park kids are in skate camp they left 25 minutes ago skate camp starts in six minutes i'm gonna be late uh thank you jed rogers you're fucking cool as shit really excited i got to meet you i'm really excited about this series uh not a letdown what a great guest um and uh i will see you guys holy cow we have a huge show tonight Tonight's show is going to be off the hook we got brian friend coming on and uh we're going to go over uh the games and uh and how the athletes did and how the programming went and uh and and, and, ha- and and I'm sure Brian and I will get into what we think this means for the future of the games in terms of uh, programming, how athletes are going to train and, uh, and, and who's going to stick around who who's going to, who's, who's good guys may tap. This may be like, ah, I'm done. All right. I will see you guys this evening. I think it's 6 PM Pacific standard time or six 30. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.